and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Lovin, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live in the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and we're going to get all into it. Um, hey man, you know what? You know, gas is going through the roof. It's sky high. It's high as Snoop Dogg. It's high as the Goodyear blimp. It's high as the space station, the moon, the stars, the sun. But check it out, man. If you can't afford the gas, just go buy a Tesla. What's the big deal, right? You got the money. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Also, this whole uh don't say gay bill that is now become law. We'll talk about that out there. Where is that? In, um, in, in Florida. We'll talk about that. Also, we got to talk about... What else we got going on? Oh, J.R. Smith, former NBA player, exposing the poverty mindset and also the, the mindset of... How can I say? The, the mindset of the entitlement. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That kind of entitlement. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Also... The WNBA player who is locked up abroad over in Russia because she had, I guess, some hash oil and some vape cartridges. We'll talk about her. We'll talk about New York Times being exposed by Project Veritas and yet another one of these uh, restaurant tapes. We'll talk about all of those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live and thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate it. If you guys enjoy what you're hearing thus far, if you enjoy the content, if you enjoy what's going on, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And we got a lot to get into 100%. Thank y'all for being here yet again. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internets. Uh, please give the video a thumbs up, share the, like the video, do all that good stuff. Now, shout out to my sponsors, of course. You guys know how I do in the very beginning of the video. Shout out to me, ablmerch.com, the merch website. I'm still going to be hiring a designer really soon. So be on the lookout for that. But ablmerch.com, check it on out, bookmark that. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more on the site. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. We got quite a few things on there. Uh, and of course, for every video that I produce, I write a full article with sources. So nobody can never say, hey, ABL, you didn't uh, cite your sources. You don't know what's going on. This is why my video about the vaccine side effects is fully monetized, not been taken down. It's good to go. Okay. It's, it's all good. Why? Because I cite my sources. I got it straight from the federales. I got it from a four-year request, Freedom of Information Act. Okay, straight from the government itself. You can't say, hey, he's reading stuff from the government. That's wrong. And I cite my sources. So, again, anthonyblogan.com. Check it on out today. Also, go to the contact page on that website so you can find all my email, my snail mail, all that good stuff. And what else I got? Oh, of course, you can find my social media accounts, my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. All that good stuff is right there on the website. And, of course, go to another website. Uh, good friends of mine over at PatriotPost.us, the best source of news and information anywhere on the internet. They're really entertaining as well. Got a lot of memes and stuff on there. Been around for a really long time out here in Tennessee. Check them on out. The links will be in the description box below. 
Also, go to bhedesigns.com to make these beautiful handmade wooden flags that are right behind me. It could be a birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, just whatever day. It could be Monday, Tuesday. Get something nice for yourself. Splurge. Do what you want. They got all types of sizes and different designs over at bhedesigns.com. Check it on out. And, of course, this is a podcast live, and you can hear it audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description. And if you're listening to me over there, please give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can do. Helps me out tremendously. All righty, so we got a whole lot happening. Uh, thank you guys again for being here. If you enjoyed you have heard thus far, please give this video a big thumbs up and shout out to Ian Kenny. I'm gonna read this right quick before I get into the topics. He says, it's my girlfriend's 25th birthday today. Can Kiera get a shout out from you? Happy birthday, Kiera. Hopefully you enjoy your day and shout out to you and Ian. I wish you many more birthdays together. So enjoy your day. Hopefully you got something nice and, and enjoyed it. So happy birthday to Kiera. All right. Hopefully I said your name correctly. I don't want to butcher nobody's name because I'm good for doing that. I take a name to pieces. I take a chainsaw and just rip it to shreds. But I digress. Enjoy your day. Now, let's go ahead and get straight to the topics. And I got more supers here. I'll read those a little bit later, of course. So let's talk about the whole don't say gay thing. Now, have you guys um have, have you guys seen this whole thing? Don't say gay. They're, you know, the, the left, they're calling it don't say gay. But is that what it is really? Don't say gay? Or is it just about, hey, you know what? Um, Maybe, just maybe, just, here, here's a little bit of a, just um, a, a little, a, a thought process. Maybe little kids, I'm talking about like little babies, maybe they shouldn't be learning about LGBTQ stuff. Just, just maybe. You're talking about kids that's like five years old, six years old. Why do they need to know about LGBT and gender identity and things of that nature? Okay. Um, one of uh, DeSantis' spokespersons or spokesperson said that if you are an opponent of the bill that is now law, you are a groomer. Matter of fact, here's an article. You know, I stay with the I stay with my receipts always. Oh, I, I'm gonna show the commercial. I will show the commercial so y'all just hang tight uh, and be be ready for a little cringe. As always, when I show any videos, cringe is going to be on the, the menu. Okay, so here is the um, headline of the article right here. This is on the hill.com. And Governor, Governor DeSantis spokesperson says, quote, don't say gay, unquote. Opponents are, quote, groomers, unquote. And then the subhead here says, the bill that liberals inaccurately call, inaccurately call, don't say gay, would be more accurately described as anti-grooming bill. Christina Pushar wrote Friday on Twitter. That's 100% facts. Big facts. Okay. And that's just what it is. Now, what is the, what is the bill now law? Well, again, it's about keeping kids in K through three away from any kind of education about um, sexual orientation or gender identity at all, point blank, period, nothing. Okay, now once you get beyond third grade, so once you're like nine, 10 years old, going into middle school, high school, there may be some lessons to talk about stuff like that, but the keyword, but it has to be appropriate for the developmental 
stage of the child and it needs to be something that makes sense for the curriculum. It can't just be gratuitous. Like, okay, you're going to have a class about some, some type of weird stuff that even some adults would blush at to kids in school. Okay. That shouldn't be going on. Like, well, I, I always said, I always tell the story about the California school where there was a transgender reveal in the kindergarten class. One of the kids, now here's, here's exactly why this whole thing shouldn't be a problem, meaning the whole don't say gay, quote unquote, don't say gay bill. The bill shouldn't be a problem. The law shouldn't be a problem. This is why. So one of the little boys um, or a girl, one of the kids in the class came to school as the regular selves, wearing the regular clothes. They went to the bathroom and they came back in different clothes and they it was a it was a coming out party. A kindergartner, like five years old, it was a transgender reveal. Now, how was a five-year-old transgender? This is not possible. So of course the parents were totally upset because the kids are coming home crying. Mommy, mommy, am I gonna become a girl? Am I gonna become a boy? Why are they saying stuff like that, ABL? Because these are little kids. They don't they don't know what's going on. They don't, they can't really, they can't really grasp this. They're five years old. Okay. That's just not what they're into. If a, a, a five-year-old calls themselves transgender and they're really into it, and they're saying all the terms and stuff like that, that's grooming from their parents or guardians or family members or somebody. Somebody's doing that to them. That's just simple as that. So this bill is to prevent that. And of course, the parents came to the the, um, the meeting after the, the whole trans reveal in kindergarten, and they're upset. It was wall-to-wall parents. Like, hey, what are you teaching my children in this school? What's going on here? So this bill is to eliminate all that nonsense, just to cut it out totally. And it needs to be. Homeschool if you can. Yeah, definitely homeschool if you can, for sure. Sometimes even a, a good private school might be kind of weird, you understand? But definitely public K through 12, it's a it's a minefield, especially in a very liberal place like California. Forget about it. If you if you're sending your kids to public K through 12 in California, like in LA, man, may 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 God be with them. Cause it's it's crazy out there. See, when I was a youngin', I would hear about some of the big cities. Like, you know, I'm from Virginia, like Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. That's not necessarily a big city. It's like a mid-sized area, I guess. It's not like, obviously, New York or Chicago, L.A., or even a place like Baltimore. But anyway, well, it's probably about big as Baltimore if you put all the cities together. But different story. The point is that we didn't have some of the stuff you would see on television or some of these movies with gang shootouts inside the school, like uh, Stand and Deliver or um, what's that, Lean On Me. Uh, you know, you had Morgan Freeman playing Joe Clark talking about something. I'm Batman. You know, we didn't have that going on, but I would hear about stories of gangs shooting up in school. Okay. That is not necessarily the chief problem anymore. Sure. That may still go on, but now you got to worry about these suburban super liberal areas brainwashing your kids to believe in this LGBTQ elemental P stuff. You see, when they, when they opened that floodgate, when they kind of allowed that to happen, what it did was it attracted a bunch of these people that want to benefit from that. And when I say benefit, those that want to groom little kids for their own purposes, okay? That's what's going on with that. The students as well. 
we, we've seen students attack little kids in the bathroom. We've seen it already. Oh, I'm trans. You're 15 years old. You're six foot three, a male. Someone said, oh, I'm trans. And you're in the bathroom with a little girl and she gets assaulted. And everybody's like wondering why, why it happened. Like nobody could have seen that coming. Okay. So now I think the, the as far as the school being dangerous, it shifted away from the gangs to now you got the ridiculous woke blue hair teachers. That's the, that's the actual danger right now in 2022. Okay. The gang violence and stuff like that. That's not really the case anymore. Okay. Kids ain't even going to school. Really? That's not even a thing. <laughs> you know, the, the gang bangers ain't even going to school. Like, remember that story I did about Augusta Fells in Baltimore, speaking about Baltimore, where the one boy had a 0.1.3 GPA and he was ranked middle of the class. Like he was literally ranked 60 out of 120 middle of the class with a 0.13 GPA. I mean, and, and on top of that, the, you know, you know, the, there's going to be a, a grading curve. You have a GPA that low because you're not attending school. And that was a magnet school. So imagine a regular school. Kids ain't going. They're going to be just doing whatever they want to do. They might come to play basketball and that's it. Which is why I had a debate with Destiny some years back, probably about two, three years ago. And he mentioned the whole thing about um, <laughs> they, they need more rec centers and midnight basketball. I'm like, man, please. We, we, get, we can play basketball all day long. I'll talk more about basketball a little bit later. We can play basketball all day long in these in these ghetto schools that are failing, but can we read? Like I saw this um this uh viral TikTok, I guess, of a teacher in a class, and she was singing, Oh my mama, like singing this song, right? A rap song, but made it into some kind of like spiritual um song. And everybody was like, Yeah, we need more black educators. I'm like, yo, can the kids read though? Like, y'all singing rap songs, but can they read? Can they add two plus two? But I'm going down a deep rabbit hole, so let me get myself out of the rabbit hole right now and digress. The whole point is that the danger is no longer the violence, the drugs, the gangs inside the school. The danger is now these ridiculous, woke, blue-haired um, teachers that are brainwashing your children. Now, let me, see, let me see if I can find that video that the Democrats, the Florida Democrats put out because they were really against the whole quote unquote, don't say gay bill. And by the way, the whole thing about you can't say the word gay is not anywhere in the bill. It's not even about that. It's about, Hey, let's not groom little kids into believing this ridiculous woke nonsense. Okay. Let's just not do that at all. Okay. That's, that's all that it is. Now, let me see if I can, um, if I can find it right quick. I'm going to find that. You know, I always try to find these videos on the fly. But if you've seen that video, you already know what I'm talking about. It was super cringe. Oh, and you guys, if you want to see what's happening, like if you don't know what's happening, because a lot of people, a lot of people that you may talk to and you try to tell them these things, sometimes they want to see more. They, 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 you, you can show on my video, and that's great. That's a good start. So keep doing that. Keep sharing and stuff. But if you want to see the video just straight, and a bunch of them go to libs of TikTok on Twitter. I don't get paid to say that at all, but this is that that person has an invaluable resource. That page shows you everything because one of, one of the good things about the internet is that these teachers tell you what they're doing. Back in the day, you may not you may not, you may not, you may not really know what's going on because they would kind of do it in the classroom. Now you got to go to the class and talk to them to figure out what's going on. But now. They put it on TikTok. They put it right there on the internet for you to see. Okay. 
So here's a here's a, an example of a woke person that is probably a teacher. And I got both of the videos that I want to play. I have the video of the, the commercial and also this fella. Um, I have this fella. Not sure what his deal is. I'm not sure what his pronouns are, so I want to call him fella. He might not go by fella. He might go by some kind of animal pronoun. Who knows? Okay, so let's, so you already see the guy right here. Okay, um, you got the hair is is crazy. You have these long acrylic nails. Can I ask a question? Just a, a question. I'm just, I, I want to know for myself. What's up with these men that are gay, but can't really pick upon, they, they can't choose an appearance to stick with. They got all types of stuff going on. Okay, you got, you got the Christian regalia right here on your chest. You got the little cross. You got a beard. Like, like a thinly lined beard, long hair, and these ridiculous four-foot-long nails. Okay, how are you wiping your hind parts with that, sir? But anyway, let's let's hear this gentleman say so he has to say about the whole don't say gay bill, and then we're going to get into the, um, the, the, the commercial, the Vlad TV. I, I'll show that, Dent Machine. Well, I can't, I can't show it because it's Vlad TV, but I might play the audio. As an American citizen, I find it truly disgusting that my country goes 40 steps forward just for people like the governor in Florida to take us 30 steps backwards. Don't say gay, Bill. Are you serious? Don't talk about what I went through and what my fellow gay LGBTQ plus community went through to get me here. Are you serious right now? Is the government sleeping? Why are they letting you do this? Isn't this the free country, the free world, freedom of speech? Okay, you know what? Let's let's pause. Um, so you guys may or may not know, but I have an uncle that is like a crossdresser, right? My dog, though, a, a goon will, 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 will have no problem stomping you into the wine. You understand what I'm saying? He's that kind of guy that would go to the penitentiary a lot. But anyway, I think it might have been him or somebody else that told me the term no shade. Have you ever heard that term? No shade. What I was told was that that term came from the drag queens when they have like a, a really close shave on their face. So there was no shade, meaning no five o'clock shadow or nothing like that. Whatever happened in those days? I mean, this guy don't right here. I mean, you got a whole beard. Like, I'm, I'm totally confused. I don't understand this new generation. It's like, just pick one side or the other. Are you going to be Paul Bunyan or RuPaul? Like, which one? Where, where are we going? I have no idea. But and, and to, to talk about what he's saying here, to get to the substance, if there is any, I mean, guys like this have probably gone through nothing. Probably had a beautiful life. Everything handed to him. My man, daddy. I'm not going to say he has had that one with 100% certainty, but probably. So you got to create a problem or a cause to be part of. You got to wear these big, ridiculous, long nails on your finger to get attention, to get noticed. Because without it, you're just a regular white guy. Who cares, right? That That's, that's the general vibe I'm getting from this individual. Now, I'll go ahead and just... Move along from that one and get to the other video here. Don't say it. Don't say it. Gay. I said it. Okay, now I'm going to just skip past this right here because I want to see these two dudes kissing because we got little babies watching. I ain't trying to have these two dudes kissing. And you know what? They did, they did that on purpose. After the first lady went, the black lady, then they had these two dudes right afterwards do a little kiss and then say, don't say gay. Right to force you to see it. It's all part of the, the, the grooming process. 
to make that kind of stuff normalized. I don't want to see um, these these two numb nuts, you know, doing no kind of extra stuff. Okay. Gay. 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 I'm gonna say it. Gay. So these are Florida Democrats who are protesting against the quote unquote "Don't Say Gay" bill. So they put out this clip and they're all saying gay. If you, you see what I'm saying, that's that's their answer to Ron DeSantis. What do we know about Marlon Brando? That he's gay. So here comes this cuck dad reading a book to his daughter about LGBT stuff. Gay. 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 Why are you gay? Huh? Why are you gay? Classic meme. If you've not seen that meme, look it up. Why are you gay? Gay. Gay. Homosexual. Homosexual. Gay. 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 So you get the idea, right? I mean, pretty cringe. One thing that Democrats, oh, I'm, I'm going to put it to you this way. It's, it's funny how there's like a, a balance in the country. We, we got to get back to a balance of left and right. The left, they don't understand how to actually make memes. They don't, they don't understand how to really, how, how to truly entertain in an informative way. They don't understand how to do that. They understand the processes. They understand the technology and way to produce things, but they don't understand how to get down to the soul and the core and make something that people like. They don't get it at all. Okay. They don't understand. We understand on the, on the, on the right, how to really do that. They don't, we can use things that they build to create entertaining stuff that people are going to enjoy in a, in a natural way, not in an unnatural way of throwing money at it and making it, you know, repeat over and over until it just kind of gets stuck in your brain. Like music. It's not like that. It's about just naturally organic, good content. We create that on the right. If we can get a balance back between the left and the right, we can do great things together. But some of these people right here, I mean, they're 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 un, they're imbalanced, they're unbalanced, and that's what's going on. That's why there's a problem with a lot of people in this country. Not everybody, like regular normie gay people, are not like this, in my opinion. Like I say, I I know people that's LGBT, and they're not they're just they're not this way. This is the LGBT establishment, and just the establishment period. These are the politicians, not even people that are probably gay all the time. Just regular normal politicians, guys in suits and shirts and pants and ties. That's kind of what's going on. Okay. So yeah, um, the don't say gay bill just makes sense. It, it really does. Um, and if anybody says, Hey, you know what? We need to have kindergartners learn about gender orientation or, um, um, gender identity or sexual orientation. What do five-year-olds need to know about sexual orientation at all? Point blank. They don't understand. Or or gender identity. When I was five years old, I thought I was an, an just turtle. I'm Michelangelo. I had, I, it's a picture of me. I'm going to find it. I'm going to put it on, I'm going to put it on my Instagram. It's a picture of me, me and my best friend at the time, also named Anthony. He had on this Donatello outfit. I had Michelangelo. And I, I was really into my character, really into my character. I had the T-shirt, 
I had the 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 knee pads, the nunchucks, and no shoes on. I was a barefoot king. West Virginia, that's just something that we did in West Virginia. You know, barefoot outside ain't, ain't no problem. I can still go barefoot outside right now. You know what I mean? That's just that's just normal. But I was into my character. But you know, you know what, you know what never happened? Mom never said, hey, you know what, Anthony, let's go down to the doctor and put a shell on your back and make you be a turtle in real life. I was just a turtle at that moment in my life. I'm five years old. What you want me to do? Okay? Just let little kids be little kids and stop trying to push your your narratives on them. Okay? I saw this one um, meme of a little boy dressed as an adult, some kind of, like, dope boy outfit. You know, that like, he might as well had on gold teeth in his mouth. He was like a little boy, probably about three years old, pumping gas. The boy was so small, he had the the gas, um, he had, he had the gas handle above him in in the in the car. And then there was a caption talking about, oh, my little man, he's all I need. It's like, okay, see, you know what? Oh, oh, the, the caption said that the boy said, Hey, I'll pump the gas for you. You don't need nobody else but me. That boy didn't say that. If the boy did say that, the mother made him say that. Okay. No little five-year-old is going around talking about, I want to be a girl and I want to affirm my identity. Nobody says that if the parents don't teach them to say that. And I think that if parents do this to kids, if they kind of go down that direction, they should go to the penitentiary. I'm talking about Big Rocks, Little Rocks right away. So, yeah, shout out to Ron DeSantis. This, that, that bill should go all around the world, all around the world, but definitely here in America where it's getting out of control. It's getting way out of control, but I'm going to go ahead and move on. So, yeah, the, my, my next topic that I cover is the whole thing about, man, just buy a Tesla. Just, just go ahead and buy a Tesla, man. Ain't no thing. Now, okay, so Pete Booty Gig and what's your guy, Stephen Colbert? They both are trying to push electric vehicles because, you know, the gas is high. The, the gas is high. It's ridiculous. Um, here's my favorite gas meme right quick. And if you know about church, you know this song. And when I show you the meme, you're going to hear the song in your head. So let me just put it on the screen right quick. I don't need guys to sing it for you, but if you know church, you know this song right here. Okay. You already know what it is. So that right there tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> because the gas is way too high. This little light of my, you know the song. <laughs> I don't got to, gas is crazy. It's $4 out here in Tennessee. So I can imagine in California what it's like. At $8, $9. I saw in California $7. Six ninety nine for gas or a gallon of gas. How are you going to be able to live? People, you know, they they praise the whole thing about money printing and whatnot. But the the problem with that is when you when you print money when you when you do all this kind of weird stuff. What's going to happen is you're going to have inflation, and when you do weird things like shut down Keystone Excel, you're going to have um, inflation with that. It's an inflationary thing. They're talking about, oh, well, we don't need Russian gas. We don't need Keystone XL. That's not going to affect the price of gas. Well, if we don't need it, then why are we getting it? If we don't need Keystone XL, why do we build it? If we don't need Russian gas, then why do we import 10% of our gas from Russia? If we don't need it, 
What's the point in getting it if we don't need it? It make no sense. We do need it. That's why we get it. When you, when you produce less, when you import less, you're going to cause the, the price to rise. Basic supply and demand. When you have a high demand for a thing with a low supply, you raise the price. It's natural. That's just a basic law of economics, 101. Nothing else to it. So the solution from Colbert and um, Pete Booty Gig is buy a Tesla. But check it out. If, if I'm going to Wawa, Quick Trip, or Racetrack, wherever kind of Bucky's, wherever you go, the Walmart, Costco, gas place, if I go there and I'm counting change, all right, I'm, I'm literally counting change. I'm, I'm like this, counting change in my hand at the, at the counter. If I'm doing that, how can I afford to buy a brand new car or even a, a used car? How am I going to find a car, first of all, because there's a supply chain shortage. There's a shortage on vehicles. I mean, even to get a regular gas car is, is going to be tough. Okay, ain't no haggling because there's such, there's such small quantity it's going to be hard. When I bought my truck last year, it was starting to happen. No matter of fact, I got that truck in 2020. I got, I got my truck at the end of 2020. So when I got it, it was already starting to happen with the supply chain shortage. You know, I had to kind of wait on my truck to get in. They were, they had to, had to, had to order it. All kind of stuff was going on at that time back then. So now it's even worse. The supply chain shortage has gotten worse. There are fewer cars out there and it's going to be a higher price. A Tesla on the low end, you're paying 45000 If you get a used Tesla, same thing, 45000 on the low end. I ain't talking about bells and whistles and whatnot. I'm talking about just base model, okay? And, um, if again, if you count and change it, to, if, you, if you go on a Wild Wild with $5 to put on pump five, you can't even get a gallon. You can't even get one gallon. You're counting out change. Okay, you're going through cigarette butts and paper clips and whatnot and your, and your couch cushion to pay for gas, but the solution is, you know what? Hey, man, buy, buy a brand new Tesla. Do you know the median income in the U.S. is $35,000 for an individual? I'll say that one more time. The median income for an individual in the U.S. is $35,000 a year for an individual, not for a family. That's like $55,000 for a family, meaning like two working adults. $55,000, like 60000 60, Basically, about $30,000 a person. People don't have that kind of money to be able to spend randomly on a brand new Tesla. Now, uh, Stephen Colbert has that kind of money. He has money to blow because he's a he's a multimillionaire. You got this big show, been out for a long time. You got plenty of money. Pete Booty Gig got plenty of money as well. Okay, you work you're in the federal government. You're probably getting paid like two fifty a year. You're doing pretty well. You were the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. You do pretty well for yourself with that kind of with that kind of resume. You you're all right. You got your, your 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 husband. I'm not sure what he does. He does like little part-time stuff. But you guys have money. You can afford a Tesla. But how about the rest of us though? How, how about regular everyday normies? How am I going to buy an, an electric vehicle? And then I guess the the thought process is you be able to save money on that. But check it out. Let's say my car is paid off and I'm just buying gas and that's it. It's, I keep it in good condition. It needs minimal repairs. I, I'm going to have a Toyota Corolla or a Camry or something like that. All you really got to do is rotate the tires, change the timing belt, water pump when it needs to get changed, just basic stuff. 
air filter, like cabin air filter. That's it. Okay. You don't do much to a Corolla or a Camry or a Honda Civic. These basic, easy to fix and maintain cars, you don't do much. Okay. Like, like I said before, one of my cars I traded to Granny and Rono back years ago is still on the road. And that was the first RAV4, 96 RAV4. My dad had it and gave it to me. And then I gave it to Granny because she had a Camry I wanted. That thing from 98 is still on the road. Looks like brand new. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about almost 25 years later, that thing's still, still trucking. My dad had this other truck. He had a white, I think it was a, um, a white Toyota. Like a, from, from the 80s. This thing had... No options. I'm talking about no power steering, no power windows, no power, nothing. The super ultra basic base model of trucks. He had that back in the day. That thing just retired like five years ago from the 80s. I think it was like 35 years old. I think it was if it was if it was um, a human being, it already had kids, almost grandkids. You understand what I'm saying? That thing was old, but it lasted forever. My uncle had it. Everybody had that truck. So your car is paid off. You're just paying for basic repairs. Tire rotation, time and belt, water pump, when it needs to happen. And you're paying for gas, oil change. Now, if I get a Tesla, I got a car note now. How much is that going to be? $500, $600, $700, maybe $800 for a note. Let's just say $500 for a note, $500. Then on top of that, I mean, the charger is not free. You still got to pay for electricity. You understand? That's not necessarily going to be free. And that's going to go up because depending upon where you are, that's going to be powered by uh, oil and gas too. But it'll be powered by petroleum. I mean, it depends on where you live, I suppose, because where I live, you have a hydroelectric, and that's a pretty big, you got Tennessee River right there, so that's hydroelectric. That's part of it. You may have nuclear. It depends. But still, you're going to have a higher cost for electricity. And let's just say everybody does this. Everyone gets an electric car. I mean, that's going to impact the grid, ain't it? Because if everybody's plugging their car up at night, I'll talk about that in a minute as well. If everybody's plugging their car up at night, that's going to cause a, a big strain on the grid. And you have to kind of like, you have to purchase electricity to get into the grid. Like you can't, like you can't just... um. <laughs> You, you can't just have electricity randomly. You got to be able to bring it to a place. You got to be to have it kind of like in stock, basically. So when somebody wants to turn on their light bulb, when they want to turn on um, AC, you got to have enough of electricity stocked to power everyone. They have rolling blackouts in California to deal with that problem. So how are you going to be able to power your, your, your electric car? During a blackout or a storm. Okay. And how about when you get really cold, cold weather? How's that really going to work? Can you charge your, your vehicle in cold weather? How do those lithium ion battery, um, lithium ion batteries do in cold weather? Do they, do they perform pretty well? I've seen where you can't even charge a Tesla because it's too cold. And you might live in a big city like New York city. If you're living in, Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Do you have a garage? Huh? Do you have a car at all? But D 
do you have a garage? Like if you're if you're able to have a car, do you have a garage? You're parking on the street. How are you gonna charge your Tesla every night? That's a question. And it takes time to charge. It takes much longer to charge your car than it does to just simply put gas in it and go about your day. So how are you really gonna go about this? How is it really gonna work? It just it's kind of half baked. Very half baked. You paying you paying for a new note, you're paying for electricity still to charge your car. And you're going to have repairs and maintenance. If that battery goes out, man, good luck. If the battery goes out, get a brand new car. Because it's not going to make a difference. You might as well just go ahead and get another car. The battery might be like 5 to 10 to 15 to $20,000. I've, I've seen a battery for $20,000 in a, in a Tesla when it goes bad. That's a whole brand new car right there. So somebody said that Teslas have no maintenance. It's like, man, they still got tires and they still got batteries and they still have things that go wrong. Okay. You you just it, it's not gas, but it's still is a it's a it's a piece of machinery and machines have to get repaired. You can't just have a machine that has no problems. It, it don't matter what it runs on, it can run on fairy dust for all I care. It's still a machine that has parts that move, it needs repairs. And Tesla is very expensive to pair to repair. Any electric vehicle is going to be like that for the most part, all electric at least. You can get a hybrid, but still, you're still paying for gas at the end of the day. <laughs> you're still paying. The gas bill is still going to hit you. And at a certain point, if you get a hybrid, what's going to be your savings? You can get the same vehicle in gas and pay much less. So you got to look at, do I actually save anything here? Is it going to be feasible? I live in a cold place. I'm living in North Dakota, Minneapolis, Maine, or somewhere crazy. How am I going to be able to use this all year round? Oh, and the fires. Oh, my goodness. You know what? That's something else I wanted to talk about because the fires. I mean, that's scary. If you have a Tesla in your garage and it catches on fire, your house can burn down because you can't put those fires out with water. Obviously, it's electric fire. I mean, fire extinguisher, is that going to work? I don't know because you got this this endless fuel source of the lithium ion battery, runaway thermal, uh, whatever they call it. Thermal runaway, you can't control it, unprovoked, just randomly. Like, I remember back in the day, you had the, um, the whole hoverboard situation from China, and it was like them things were matches. They would always be on fire. They'd be on fire on the airplane. Very dangerous. They had to ban those from airplanes because it was so dangerous. So, nah. I mean, the technology is not quite there yet to have no fossil fuels. You got to have fossil fuels. You got to have good old dirty coal. Electric vehicles, they're not really ready for prime time, my humble opinion. Okay. And the way you're going to power it, regardless, is still going to be fossil fuel for the most part. Okay. Because you have, it's, it's going to be running electric, but how are you going to charge it though? Where is that coming from? Oil, gas, fracking, all that good stuff. That's where it comes from a power plant, and that's going to be uh, powered by fossil fuels all the times. Not all the time, but most of the time, in my opinion, that's what it's going to be. And then if you run out of gas or your electric charge, what are you going to do? You'll be like, you're on the side of the road like this. And if you can't see it, what you have here is a Tesla on the side of the road with a gas generator. <laughs> it appears to be a gas generator trying to get it charged back on up. Now, this could be easily remedied by just having a gas can and having that do it. 
But she's going to be right there for a long time. Now, luckily, it's not raining because if it was raining, could you do that? Is that possible to do when it's raining? I'm not really sure. And I saw one um, particular, I saw one particular um, picture of a charging station flooded. So how are you going to be to charge a car in a flooded charging station? <laughs> you, you can't. You can't. It's just not possible. So the whole thing is just ridiculous. I'm not sure what the purpose of pushing electric vehicles is. Uh, maybe it's just this whole, I, I can't tell if it's what they want to do because of control, because I think ultimately they probably want to put them on some kind of like, uh, just some kind of uh, nationwide grid, meaning like internet connected. I saw this movie, I forget what it was, or it might've been a TV show where it's, it's futuristic sci-fi type thing and the person was in their car and it was automatic driving you know we already got that going on you know autopilot um you know self-driving cars the guy was in his car and he's trying to get out but it wouldn't let him like the car was driving them to where he didn't want to go like imagine how they could do it if they're able to have your car connect online through the 5g whatever they got going on it could connect to it and then they can make you drive to a particular place and you can't do anything to control it. You just got to pretty much sit there. So let's say, for example, you're wanted on a warrant and they detect that you're driving and they see you in the car. They just have that car drive to the police station. Okay. And then you'll just get extracted and you go to, and you go to jail that way. Who knows? I, I'm seeing the, the future plan because why else would they want to push electric vehicles? Okay. They, they tell you to save electricity in some of these places, some of these parts of the country, like California, save electricity, but yet get an electric vehicle and charge it every night in your house or at a charging station. Make that make sense. That's going to be a big impact to the the um, electric grid. Straight to the camp. That's right, John Barr. Hey, straight to the, straight to the gulag. Okay, they, you, 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 you go straight to the camp, and once you get out, it'll be a pickaxe ready for you. Hey, you see these rocks right there? Turn the big rocks and the little ones. Get on it right now, pronto. I, I see that happening in the future. I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, my, Minority Report, Total Recall, Demolition Man. Yes. Was that what it was, Minority Report? It, it probably was Minority Report, yeah. Right, exactly, baller. You, you got to stay local, no road trips. You can't go off the beaten path at all. Not at all, because you can't go on some kind of trail where it's like no gas stations nearby or no, well, not gas stations, um, um, electric charging stations, EV charging stations. You can't do that because you, you have a certain range. You got like 300 miles, 400 miles. You can't go very far. But if I got my truck, I could put an overlaying rig on it, put some gas cans on the, on the rack and do what I want to do. Go where I want to go. It's easy. Okay, that's that's pretty much what that is. All right. Hey, man. Hey, the Goober. I don't got it, man. The Goober says, hey, let me get 45000 for a brand new car. I don't got it, man. I'm trying to get 45000 for a brand new car. Matter of fact, I don't want it. I want my big gas guzzler. Okay. And and then let's talk about how you still have other vehicles that you need in society that can't really run on, on electricity yet. Are, are you going to run a, a, a jumbo jet on electricity? Okay. You know how much jet fuel... You know how much jet fuel goes into one flight? <laughs> into one flight? 
And jet fuel comes from the same place that regular gas comes from. It's not some kind of special thing to get from Alpha Centauri out in outer space. They get it straight from the same place the regular gas comes from, from your car. You know how much jet fuel one flight consumes or even a private, like a private uh, jet. The same jets that Al Gore and Greta Thunberg go on. You know how much fuel those consume rapidly too. Rapidly they consume fuel. It's crazy. But people don't really understand that. All they know is, okay, let's, let's pick on this one guy going to Bucky's with five bucks in his pocket. Let's make him get a Tesla. Meanwhile, Pete Booty Gig, you could fly on Air Force One, burning all kind of jet fuel. Thousands of dollars in jet fuel. Thousands of dollars, like it's nothing, and they flight. Okay, so yeah, that's what's going on with that, but I'll move right along. Um... But electric vehicles, you know what? I, I thought about getting an electric vehicle. I thought about getting a Tesla at one point, you know, because I've, I've been a Tesla before. I, I love the way that the Tesla feels on the inside when you're driving in it. It's nice. It's real nice. I ain't going to hold you. But when I started to hear about some of the, the horror stories, the fires, you got to charge it every night. And if you're going to go somewhere and you got to fill it up, like let's say, for example, I'm driving far away. I got to plot my trip to go to an electric charging station. It's got to be covered because it might be raining and I ain't trying to get electrocuted with no 240 volt or whatever that is. Okay. I ain't trying to have that happen. So, I mean, and you got to wait for a while for it to charge. It's not going to be instant. I heard like 45 minutes for a charge from zero to, to full on a fast charger. Anybody got time for that? So when I heard that, I'm like, no, let me, let me get my truck. Big gas guzzler, eight cylinders, and let's let's go ahead and do it. Do it that way. If you got any kind of repairs you need to get done, it's much easier to do that on a regular gas vehicle than an electric car. Cheaper, easier, very simple. They are nice to drive in, but the cons are way to pros. Exactly, Marky. That's all. Now, if they can get my if they can get my tundra in all electric and have it be a very low, um, well, a very quick charge time with um, a safer battery, a more efficient battery, and they could do stuff like that, then that's different. But that technology is not here right now. It's not here. So why even try to do that? Why try to force it if it's not available? But I move on. So the WNBA player who got locked up by Russia, uh, Brittany Griner. Now, Brittany Griner is six foot eight and can barely dunk a basketball. Barely. When I say barely, I do mean barely. Matter of fact, let's let's look it up. Because and the reason why I'm saying I'm not I'm not saying that to just poke fun at the WNBA or Brittany Griner. I'm saying that for a particular reason and it'll make sense in a minute. So let's find uh Brittany Griner Duncan. Okay, so this right here it's a whole compilation. Best of Britney Griner dunks. Okay. So let's let's play. It won't be any sound because I don't want to get no strike on, on my channel here. So you can see her right there with the ball in the in the purple. Is that her? Nah, she's she's right there at the hoop. So she's right there, at, you know, by the um by the painted area. And she has a ball now. Oh, there, there she go. Barely got up. I'm talking about, look. 
So that's her right there, right? And look, I'm talking about she extends her whole her whole arm up to dunk. That's not very exciting. Six foot eight. Six foot eight. Okay, I mean, come on. Now, here she goes again. Six foot eight. Not not very. Come on. Now, you saw that this person right here is six foot eight. Now, okay, we got another person to show you. I'm going to show you another person, uh, um, an NBA, former NBA player. And we're going to see the, 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 the difference. Now, a lot of you guys may know who I'm, who I'm, who I'm going to show. A lot of you guys may already know who it is. Spud Webb, he is five foot seven. Brittany Griner was six foot eight. This man is five foot seven. There is no woman alive that can do what he's going to do. Point blank, period. It, she does not exist. I'm not again. I'm not trying to attack women. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm making the point that I'll, I'll bring it on home in a minute. So he won the dunk contest. Now look. Okay, we're going to pause it at certain points here. Five foot seven. Look at this. Look at how high he is off the ground. And look, a, a reverse <laughs> spinning in the air. Uh, come on. Come on. I mean, so, <laughs> and he's a great athlete, obviously, but all the guys in the NBA are great athletes. You don't get to the NBA by not being a great athlete. Dunking is not a thing that's difficult for anybody in the NBA to do. Not really. Okay, guys that's like regular height. Oh, Nate Robinson, another one. He's like five foot eight, five foot nine. Uh, a lot of guys, like just regular six foot, five eleven, five ten. Guys can get up and dunk. Iverson, Allen Iverson is about five foot ten, and he could dunk pretty well when he was younger, especially. Okay, it's not hard to really dunk. Any 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 male athlete from sports, um, Barry Bonds, King Griffey Jr., they could all dunk a basketball. Okay, there was a dunk contest with guys that came from other sports, and it, it was it was a great dunk contest, better than the NBA dunk contest. Guys are playing. Guys that are playing baseball, guys that are doing like uh, track and field can dunk. The point is that the reason why Brittany Griner was over in Russia to get arrested is because she could not make any money here. Okay. Her, her top salary was like a quarter million dollars. Okay. $250,000. Not a whole lot of money. Compared to like Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, the stars of the NBA, these guys are getting like 30 million, 40 million a year. And you got to ask yourself, why is there a big gap? You saw her struggle to dunk. It's not an exciting game. Anybody trying to watch that? I want to see the, the thrills, the, the highlight passes, the dunks, 360. I want to see all that. Good. I want to see the competition. I want to see a good game. I don't want to see missed layups, barely dunks. I'm just not really enthused, okay? It's not a good sport for women to play anyway because women don't really look too womanly on the court. They don't look womanly, and 
they don't really have the skills that the NBA guys have. Now, the WNBA women would pretty much destroy most regular normies that don't play basketball, obviously, male or female, for the most part, just in skills. But even some of the guys that play for the G League and overseas and college would destroy the WNBA. It's the same thing with the women's uh, national team in, in soccer. Megan Rapinoe and her people, they got beat by a high school team. This is the U.S. women's national team that goes to the Olympics. They got beat by a high school boys team. There's a skills gap. Thus, there's going to be a pay gap. If you don't have the skills that I have, why would you get paid the same kind of money? I'm not going to go to your game to watch you miss layups, to brick um, wide open shots, to not not dunk at all, no dunking. And when you do dunk, it's barely, you you six foot eight and can barely dunk. I'm not excited. She's going to Russia to get more money than she would get here in the States playing. I think Diana Taurasi makes like the same kind of money that um, Brittany Griner would make like, 250, 300, but when she goes to Russia, it's like 1.5 million. So she's in Russia to get money. So the whole thing about them being racist and hating black folks, I heard that for some reason. I'm like, where, where did the race thing come in with Brittany Griner? She's over there getting money more than what she would make in the States, but they're racist? How? Tell me how. Okay, they have her over there playing for their basketball team, paying, paying her handsomely. But it's racism involved. Now, what she did was have some hash, hash oil and vape cartridges, and she got caught in the airport with it. Now, if you are a regular normie and you get caught with some drugs at the airport, what's going to happen? It don't matter where you are. You could be in the U.S., Russia, or anywhere. If you have drugs in your bag at the airport, the canine come out, the canine going crazy, you go into the penitentiary or something going to happen. Okay, you can smoke crack in California, and it's okay. You can smoke crack, shoot heroin, smoke meth, whatever you want in California. But if you get caught at the airport with drugs in your bag, you're going to jail. So people talking about she's a political prisoner. I saw that. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find that particular article. They described her as a political prisoner because of the war in Ukraine. And they're saying that um, they're trying to... They're saying Russia is trying to get some concessions out of the U.S. by arresting Brittany Griner. I'm like, really? Brittany Griner? Matter of fact, here it is. Um, this is from TexasMonthly.com. I didn't make it up. How Baylor great Brittany Griner became a political prisoner in Russia. It says it right here. I'm like, really? A political prisoner in Russia? The only reason why they're saying this is because of the war going on in Ukraine. That's the only reason, nothing else. If not for that, nobody would care. And she was arrested in, um, in, in February. It's just now coming out. Why? Because it's politically advantageous to try and attack Russia. You know what's going on here with the whole war thing and stories like this. It's just a way to try to make Putin look like a bad guy. And they've been doing that for quite a while, too. They've been saying that Vladimir Putin is a bad guy. He's terrible. All this, that, and the third. They've been saying that for a minute. But is he even that bad? I'm, I'm starting to question it. Anytime you mention Vladimir Putin's name, they say, oh, he's he's the worst person in the world. He's a terrorist. He's all kind of stuff. But is he? 
I mean, why? If why is he so bad and others are not? Is he any better than is he any worse than Joe Biden? If he's better, I can't tell. I don't see why he would be better or, or worse than Joe Biden. I can't tell. But yet all the, the media keep having these negative stories about Russia and Russians. It's to the point where these corporations in America are boycotting the whole country of Russia. McDonald's. It's like, okay, you got McDonald's leave the country. That's fantastic. You got all these ridiculous um <laughs> and it, it kind of put a highlight on it. I think somebody had a um a meme. I think um some of these adult websites, I don't want to say their name because I don't want to do no advertising. Uh, adult websites are leaving Russia. McDonald's leaving Russia. I'm like, okay, but before you know it, they're going to be, they're going to be looking like, you know, uh, uh, um, the old school uh, Vikings. They're going to be really back in their original form. Okay. Everybody going to be looking like the way supposed to be looking without all this cultural garbage in their, in their country. Okay. McDonald's who wants that in their country? Really? Okay. If, if they went away, it would not really harm society that much. In, in my humble opinion. Okay, I know it's cheap food and everything, but you can find other kind of cheap food rather than going to Mickey D's. All right. Okay, it's it's cheap, but your heart gonna be tore up in five years. And that's not gonna be cheap to fix that, but I'll move on. The point is that these companies are trying to they're trying to boycott Russia and Russians. It got to the point where a Russian restaurant got vandalized here in the States. It's like, why are you attacking Russians in the US because of the war over in uh, Ukraine, what do they got to do with it? I mean, it's weird because when we had the, um, you know, not, we had 9-11 happen. If you were to attack somebody from that part of the world, that'd be a hate crime, right? But it's okay to attack a Russian person or a business or to boycott their whole country because of what's going on with Ukraine. And how about Saudi Arabia? In the in the piece that Stephen Colbert did, he was like, he said it kind of sarcastically, but he wasn't necessarily joking either. He was like, we're going to boycott Russia and we're going to go to um, the good guys, Saudi Arabia, for our oil. But Saudi Arabia, they're attacking Yemen. So Saudi got a war going on with Yemen. Russia got a war going on with Ukraine. How was it different? How is it any different? How is the war between Russia and Ukraine bad and the war between Saudi and Yemen not even really a problem at all? Okay. Some are going to say race, but that's not even really it, though. The problem is Vladimir Putin. That's all that really matters. Okay. Because the left, they're the ones that are really talking about this whole thing. It's it's a bipartisan thing as far as condemning Putin, but the left are really in it. They, they wear Ukraine t-shirts. I mean, they might as well go out there with... Um, a Ukraine kente cloth and call that a day. Just, just go all the way to just, just put, just put Ukraine on on 16th Street in Washington D.C. where they had Black Lives Matter. Put a Ukraine flag right there. Might as well. Matter of fact, raise the Ukrainian flag rather than the American flag on top of the White House. When I saw to say the Union address, I saw Ukrainian flags in the audience, but no American flags. The small little Ukrainian flags like you could you could wave individually, but no American flags except for the one flag that was behind Joe Biden when he was speaking, but no individual American flags for anybody. You see what I'm saying? So it's all the way to try to attack Putin to make him be the bad guy. So if we invade Russia, Americans will be more behind it. It's like, yeah, we got to attack Putin. Yeah, we can do that. And Stephen Colbert said something 
talking about matter of fact, I, I got to play that particular piece of the video because that part was crazy. I'm like, okay, um, you're going a little bit too far, sir. I can't really rock with you on that one. You want to talk about yourself in a certain way. That's fine. But leave me out of it. I'm not really, I'm not in what you're in. Oh, let me get a clip right here. Let me get that clip. I'll tell you Hold on. Let me just put it over here. What I will never complain about a destination wedding again. And it looks like there's more to our gas from a war criminal. But it's guys, Saudi Arabia. Since the invasion, on, oil prices have skyrocketed. Oh, there it's it is. Gonna... There it is. Like, here's a part that really just kind of had me like, huh? The whole thing was crazy, but this part right here was especially crazy. Let's go ahead and roll it. Cost. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay. That stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. It's important. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. So, okay, you could pay some more money at the pump, but I'm not trying to pay them more money at the pump. Again, you got guys going to Wawa with change in their hand. Trying to get from point A to point B. They're trying to go from home to work with change in their hand, counting out to get gas. And you saying, oh, man, look, you know what? Ain't no thing to pay a little bit more because we got we to gotta get Vladimir Putin, right? That's the whole thing. And to those who have been brainwashed into saying, yeah, Putin, he's bad. Let's do it. You'll just sign up for it. You just say, all right, there's no problem. But you guys have sense. You're like, no, wait a minute. I ain't trying to, I ain't going to do all that now. You know, I may not be a big fan of everybody in the world, but good grief. I mean, I'm just not trying to pay more money because of what you want to do. You do that on your own. I don't want to pay no more money. Point blank, period. No way. I'm, I'm not trying to do it. Okay. Now I can, but who wants to? It's just like paying more taxes. Who wants to pay more taxes? Don't nobody want to pay more taxes. Nobody. Okay? Just like people that say, these guys like Warren Buffett, they say, well, we should tax the rich more. Tax me more. I want to pay more money. Like, they don't want to pay no more money. That's a lie. That's a bullface lie because they can just um, give money to the federal government if they want to. They could do that if they want to. All they got to do is write a check. Write a check to the federal rallies. They charge it for no problem. You know, they, they have no problem charging it and they won't give you no credit for it. You can give all your money to the federal rallies and they'll take it. So go ahead and do it. All they're going to do is waste it, spend it on useless garbage and print more money to make the money that you just gave worthless. They'll, they'll print more money. They, they'll take your money and then print more money. So what you gave them becomes worthless, right? They took $100,000 from you. But when they take it and print more, it's worth half of that. So when they spend it and waste it, they're going to spend it on fewer things than they could before because they keep printing so much money. Bad money management, bad governance, just a bad overall leadership thing we got going on. We have oil reserves, but it ain't going to be enough to really do what needs to be done. We need, have to, we need more production. Okay, that's really what's going on. They're going to release like 80 million barrels. That's like, Three days of gas. We need to have more production. Therefore, Keystone XL, more drilling. They came out and said that there's a bunch of um, unused drilling permits that the oil companies have, but there's more to that story. Yes, there are a bunch of unused permits, but 
at the same time, there's a bunch of roadblocks that prevent these things from being utilized. So, okay, you got a permit that's waiting to get fulfilled, but you can't build a road to the site because of, you know, EPA regulations. You can't do this. You can't do that. There's all kind of roadblocks in the way of being able to use the drilling permit. We got to have more production from viable means rather than just saying, oh, here's all these permits out there. Just use those. Well, if I have all these permits and I'm able to use them with no problem, then why can't I get keys on Excel? Tell me how that makes sense. Why tell me to build or, or drill in this wetland, but I can't get keys on Excel coming from Canada into America. Why? All right. So did I get everything? New York times exposed. I may do that. Well, okay. Matter of fact, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk about the, the New York times piece. Now, New York times, they, got exposed by Project Veritas. And shout out to Project Veritas. I'm not sure how they keep exposing everybody. I mean, it's the same old thing all the time. The the camera on the table, drinks everywhere, some guy telling everything. Pillow talking with no pillows nowhere. Just talking, 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 talking. I'm not mad at it. I say keep on doing what you're doing, Project Veritas, but good grief. I mean, at a certain point, when do these guys just grow a brain and be like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't, Tell all my secrets about where I work and whatnot. Now, New York Times said what we already know to be true. We, we know that the whole January 6th thing was overblown. Way overblown. It wasn't really a big deal. But they made it be a big deal because of clicks, because of uh, just trying to do what the Democratic Party tells them to do. Just trying to be woke trying to be cool, trying to be virtuous. That's all. It ain't really nothing else to it. But I got to find that particular video here. And shout out to the person who was able to get all the information. And you know what? It was so obvious at a certain point that the person was recording because the guy would say something. She was like, can you say that again? <laughs> Not like, huh? I didn't hear that the last part. It was like, say it one more time. Speak, speak right here in the microphone so, we, so they can hear you at home. It was crazy. But, hey, man. Got exposed yet again by Project Veritas. Shout out to James O'Keefe for just, you know, letting it hang right on out. So here's a piece of it. I'm probably going to do a video on this. So I'll have a little bit more in-depth review of it. Because there's a um, there's, there's a full, like, 10-minute video out there. So I may do a review on that. But here's a piece of it. Let me put it on the screen right quick and... Get the sound and everything to go. There we are. So this guy, I forget his, oh, his name is Matthew Rosenberg from New York Times. That he gave the opening, the right even, to start introducing the idea of, well, these people are out of control. It's not a big deal as they're making it. They were making too big They were making this organized thing that it wasn't. And that gave the opening for the illusions and the right to be like, oh, well, nothing happened here. It was just a peaceful bunch of tourists, you know? And it's like, this is, not as big of a deal as the media made it out to be? Well, that hasn't stopped Rosenberg from publishing his Part 2 article earlier this year describing the false narratives that circulate around January 6th in the events that unfolded. You know, we're the ones, not Boggs, not Redbird, who actually went and uncovered the fact that, like, there were a ton of FBI informants on the people who attacked the Capitol. 
He knows us. Not the right one does. You need the sources from within to dig into those places. You need the sources from within to dig into those places. It's especially over this year. So what he's saying right here is that there are a bunch of FBI guys that were at January 6th. We already knew that, though. We already knew, we, we, we knew here on his channel that a bunch of FBI guys were at the January 6th thing. We already knew that. Um, they, were, they, they got some of these guys off the street before the whole thing happened. And then there were some guys that were in the rally during the situation. And then the question would be, well, I think they're kind of easily identifiable when they don't get arrested or they get kind of released or there's a... Um, a paper trail where they were in the former before these things are not necessarily too hard to find, but the media, they kind of want to gatekeep to keep information away from you and to craft a narrative. This guy knows that the January 6th thing was overblown, but he'll write articles doing the overblowing. You see what I'm saying? He knows it's BS, but he's still going to put articles out regardless because that's his job. He doesn't really care about being honest. And that's why the media sucks nowadays because they're not, they're not worried about honesty. They're worried about narratives. That's all. Yeah, so, I'm say it's like if you work there, you get polygraphed every year, and you're asked if you spoke to a reporter. Your answer is everything but no. You're in deep trouble. You're often talking to former people who are talking to people who are still there. You're also talking. To say, say that again. Like speak right here into the camera, please. I, I didn't quite hear you on that one. People who are recently left, yeah. we're still talking to people on the inside. So people on the inside cannot talk. Well, when you talk to um, people that are from their family, or their, or their neighbors? There's just neighbors and stuff. Families usually don't want to talk, for good reason. Have you guys talked to anybody who's actually been arrested? Yeah, although most of them have their lawyers have told them not to talk to us. Like if, Why? If you're facing serious criminal charges, you probably will. I think you just talk to a journalist. So he's saying right here, look, if you are get if you get in trouble, and you about to go to the penitentiary, you just in trouble. Don't talk to the media. Talking to the media is worse than talking with no lawyer to the police. Okay, like if you get locked up and you're in trouble, you might go to jail potentially. Don't say a word. Plead the fifth to police and reporters. The reporters more so than the police because of police. They will you they'll they'll tell you what they'll say what you said against you. They could be recording you or whatever it is. They'll use that against you. But the reporters will craft a narrative to the public and make you be a villain. Whereas with the police, they don't really do that. The police they do that through the court system, not necessarily through the public court of opinion. You see what I'm saying? They they do it through the legal process, but the media do it through the the internet. They leak stuff about you, put out false narratives, and they poison a jury pool. So don't talk to the media at all if you face some kind of criminal penalty or if it's a high-profile case. It's not going to help you at all. He's saying it right here. He's telling you, don't talk to us. It's going to hurt you. Unless there's like a very specific reason that you need like that some good come of it, like there's no way you should talk to me. No good's gonna come of it. Because anything you say can end up in court. And we just don't want to be addressed. I would Rosenberg is former people that talk to people. Anything you say describes the events on January sixth as not a big deal, yet spins something entirely different for the world to read in his newspaper. See? Project Veritas has received letters from those incarcerated for being present that day. Voices that remain unheard describe a total lack of due process, spurred by the reactions, or in Rosenberg's words,
So there's more, of course. I may do a full video about that tomorrow, perhaps. But if you go to Project Veritas YouTube page, there's a whole video about the whole situation of uh, January 6th, just not really being that big of a deal and it being overblown by the media. But of course, the guy, the guy Matthew Rosenberg, or whatever his name was, is just doing his job by blowing out of proportion, writing, writing articles to sensationalize it. That's what they do for them. That's what they do with the media. That's why we don't like the media at all. Because they just they they turn things into what they want it to be for their own particular purpose. They're not really interested in the truth. You get the truth on this channel. Anytime you see something get fact checked on the internet, it's usually true or it's right on the nose and you're getting too close for comfort. Either they're gonna fact check you or delete you. Okay, now when the government says something and they put it out there, they can't really do anything about that. They they can't do much. Just like when I put out my video about the vaccine side effects, they can't do nothing, they can't touch that. They're straight government sources. What what you going to do with that? What you going to say that the government is wrong and they shouldn't have put it out? I mean, come on. You have, you have no leverage there. Nothing you could do or say. All right. That got everything I wanted to get to. I think I did. So, yeah, shout out to Project Veritas for yet again coming through, exposing the media. And there was more you said there. You were talking about how, um, oh, he said that if you were, matter of fact, I got I to play that part of the clip too. Because he spoke about January 6th and how it wasn't really that big of a deal. And he um he was saying that his colleagues that were in there crying about how they were traumatized were pretty soft. That was very interesting to hear him say that because the January 6th thing wasn't that bad. They're blown out of proportion. They're, they're kind of done with January 6th a little bit right now because the focus is Ukraine. You see how that works? At, at one point, it was January 6th and the virus. Now the virus is gone magically. All of a sudden, it, it didn't it didn't went away. It faded away. Now we're right back to the whole thing of um to to uh what we we had we had Ukraine, and before that it was a virus and January six. Now J six gone and Ukraine because it's all about Vladimir Putin. Trump was about Vladimir Putin. All of that was about Putin because they had the intention of trying to invade them a long time ago. So. Make them be the bad guy. Make them be the villain. And you can get the public on your side. That's all it's about. Switching narratives, switching focus, and then what they want to push. And the most important thing right now is Ukraine. But we got super chats on that. I'm going to get to those right quick. And then we're going to get to the calls. So let me go ahead and go over here where they at and get cracking. So what's the day? The 9th. And let's see here. Are they going to load up? That'll be fine. Taking a sweet time. There we go. Taking a sweet time to load. And where are we at? Let's go to the first one here. Thank you to FM Ranger Xbox who says, how many of our politicians' kids were working in Ukraine, quote unquote, working in Ukraine? We give you 1 billion U.S. tax dollars. You give us kids back 100 million. Oh, there's a lot of that going on. A whole lot of that going on. A lot of pay for play. And I saw a video, a little short video actually today, um, now as you guys see that they're going to give $14 billion to Ukraine to protect their border from Russia. But when we said, Hey, can we get 4 billion for the wall? Oh, that's too much, man. That's, that's too expensive. That's too much. Okay. And then what did they say? Um, the, the excuse is, Oh, well, we're not being invaded by Mexico. I can't tell. I can't tell. I mean, there might not be any kind of mortifier 
it might not be any 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 shellings or bombings, but we are being invaded. You had a lot of deaths last year from drugs, well, like a hundred thousand deaths from opiates. You had quite a few opiate overdoses and deaths last year, all time record high. And where did that stuff come from? Southern border, clean across. There's no border agents really. There are border agents, but they can't really do their job. They're kind of tied up. Let them come on through. They got drugs, weapons, whatever they want coming on through. We could have had the wall to slow that stuff down, but nope. That's racist. That's totally racist. But we can give $14 billion to Ukraine, and there's no problem. It's crazy, and it's bipartisan. So it's like, what's up? Hold on. Here's a video real quick. Let me see if they're going to talk about it here. Um, the, the caption says from Benny, shout out to Benny Johnson. The caption says 14 billion to protect the border of Ukraine, but Republican refused to pass $4 billion for Trump's wall to protect the border of America because it was quote too expensive. Call your GOP rep now. And that's why they care more about Ukrainians than you and your children. Well, let me start by saying if I were the majority leader, we'd be on the Ukraine supplemental right now. It's been challenging uh, to get our Democratic colleagues to do what I believe the Ukrainians uh, need at this particular point. But where we've ended up is at $14 billion. Um, in order to get to $14 billion, we actually had to uh, prevent House Democrats from blocking loan guarantees to help Eastern uh, NATO allies uh, buy American aircraft with their own money, which shouldn't have been a problem. The House Democrats tried to cut the own uh, the administration's request for security assistance by $300 million. In other words, it's been like pulling teeth uh, to get out of House Democrats what the Ukrainians obviously need at this particular time. Um, and we've been slow, much too slow. But the package, I gather, will be coming over from the House attached to the Omni. I think it's an important step. It needs to be. So $14 billion for Ukraine, but can we get $4 billion for the wild? Nah, man, that's too expensive, man. All I got is like one7 and that's too expensive, man. I mean, come on. We, we print and spend money for the use, most useless nonsense. For other countries, for random things, but when you want to protect yourself and your own country, you can't get that. I mean, come on, Ukraine. I'm I'm pretty much over it. You know what I'm saying? Like that war. I'm I'm gonna just I'm gonna say this, and then super chats. I'm gonna get to Ukraine is a war. It's not going to be able to be won. It's it's just it's a way to force NATO to go to Ukraine. So then the ultimate thing can be to fight Russia. Right now, what's happening is NATO is fighting Russia through Ukraine, through Ukrainians, using Ukrainians as cannon fodder, as human shields to get to their particular end goal. And NATO includes the U.S. Yes, it does. We're arming Ukrainians. We're trying to help them. They, they were trying to send fighter jets from Poland into Ukraine. Pentagon was like, nah, let's not do that. That's a little bit too far. We're doing everything else, though. For what, though? Why, why, why we got to fight Russia? You see, that's what I was saying earlier. The whole thing about Vladimir Putin being this bad guy, he's evil, all this, that, and the third, is to prepare us to go fight Russia 
and to not have a big backlash from the American public. It's been going on for a very long time. So the Ukraine thing, oh, Zelensky, he's a hero. No, he's not. Zelensky should have just said, you know what? I fall back. He can't win that war. The war is not for Ukraine to win. The war is for NATO to come in there and quote unquote save the day so they can become part of NATO that way. Oh, Russia, they invaded. They're the bad guys. Let's come in and save the day. So then NATO takes Ukraine and now Russia is surrounded. That's the, the, the objective. Are they going to make, are they, is it going to work? We'll see. We shall see. Oh, but the war is going on and now we got to get involved, huh? But I digress. I, I will digress. And back to where I was at before I got myself off track. Apple said, pray for Ukraine, pray for peace. Oh, yeah. Let's pray for Ukraine and get that dude out of there and get NATO out of there and the U.S. out of there and everybody else out of there and let them be neutral so Ukrainians will stop dying for no reason. They ain't going to win that. How are they going to win? I'm triggered, so I'll move on. Also, God bless the children of Ukraine. Pray, please pray for, pray for peace. Apple also says, R.I.P. Matthew Pern, a victim of malicious prosecution by DOJ prosecutor Matthew Graves. Check out Rumble video of Kara Crushed Nova confronting DOJ pro- prosecutors Jeffrey Nessler and Risa Burkauer Cowards. Also, attention, deep state federalists. You will face God's judgment for your corruption and opp- oppression of innocent MAGA supporters. Repent or face the wrath. God bless. God, please liberate J6 Patriots in D.C. jail. Solitary. Abia, can you explain why Joe Biden lies all the time? Hey, man, he's a politician. He's an empty suit. That's all. So he's going to lie. He'll, he'll say whatever needs to be said. He'll say whatever he said whatever they tell him to say. Also, Abia, you like seafood, favorite fish, sushi, clams? Oh, yeah, I love seafood. Come on from VA. You know, that's what we do in VA. Um, you, ever, you ever had a fried crab before? Try it. It changed your life. But I like I like crabs. That's my that's my main thing. You know, some nice steamed crabs with some obey on it. We're, we're good to go. Nice little um I had some recently too. Had some uh some crabs, some shrimp, some uh some potatoes in there, like the little hard round potatoes. It it was lit. Little little bit of sausage in there, you you get to go. But as far as fish, I like like salmon. Wild caught Alaskan salmon, put it on the foreman grill with some obey, you get to go. Um and then I don't, I don't like sushi, though. I, I don't like sushi. I'm not a fan of sushi. I've had it, but I don't like eating raw fish. And I'm just not really a fan. It's just not really my cup of tea. It tastes good, but I don't, I, I don't like raw fish. I don't, I don't like that concept. But it, it's good, though. I ain't going to hold you. But yeah, I love seafood. Back, back in Vietnam, we have an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. I forget what it's called. But you guys, if you're from there, you know what I'm talking about. It's in Williamsburg. That place is, is magical. It's magical. Yes, fried crab. Uh-huh. Go to Feather and Finn Norfolk. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> and and they, they hook you up. All right. Let's go to the next one here. Um, Josh Foss says, hey, ABL, something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Why does the left want to do away with the nuclear family? I can't see any benefit to this. I realize it's part of the Marx... Part of Marxism, but still, in your opinion, why? Thanks. Well, they want to, they don't want a nuclear family because they want children to be malleable away from their parents' overwatch. Basically, 
If you have a mom and dad, it's more difficult for outside influences to corrupt you. If you have proper guidance at home and they're raising you right, it's harder for an outside person to come in there and just tell you whatever. You see what I'm saying? They, they want to fill the parental role for you so they can make your kids do what they want them to do. They, they want to brainwash your kids more effectively. That's all. Also, Apple says, ABL, them blue-haired sword boys lack respect, I believe, because they're never been in a fight, minus the L. <laughs> you ever fight minus the L as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really a big fighter, though. I was always a bookworm, you know, and the people that I was a kid that people liked. Just kind of funny and stuff like that. So I never really had a lot of fights. But every now and again, I'd fight. And they'd be like, in my mind, like how it'd be on TV. <laughs> it was one fight I got into. I kind of had, I swept them. You know, I kind of, because I was doing, I was doing a little bit of karate at the time. So I, I knew my little sweeps and my, my stuff. So I swept him. He's on the ground. And I'm like this, over him, with my fist up over him. And then the football coach came and said, nah, ton, don't do it. It was like a, like a, a, a real life sitcom. It was crazy. But yeah, after that sweep and the almost beat down, I never got any problems from the guy anymore. And then one time, um, it was a little small fight. I I've had other incidents, more serious ones, but I won't talk about those because that's a whole different story right there. You know, as an adult as well, that's something whole totally different. But um, it was one situation where I got hit in the head with a lunchbox. So he had, he had kind of like a lunchbox fight. But I had a soft lunchbox, so it wasn't really doing nothing. <laughs> it was so silly. It was it was silly. But yeah, man, like I wasn't really no fighter, man. I was always a good kid, man. But yeah, now I've had some situations, but we won't we won't go down that road though. We ain't gonna talk about that. Okay. Hey, stop, son. Don't do it, son. It was <laughs> a sitcom moment. All right. Um, let's talk about. The next one here. Thank you to Josh Fox, who says, which state is more conservative, Florida or Tennessee? I'm heading to Florida, to Tennessee in June and will miss me some DeSantis. Yeah. You know what? That's a good question, actually. Um, I don't know, really. I think they're kind of equal. I, I don't really know. I've been to Florida. It's, it's just different, like depending upon where you are in Florida and where you are in Tennessee. Okay. Now. No, nobody got murked yet. <laughs> Anybody get murked. I ain't never commit no crime or nothing crazy. But anyway, um, so once you go over to like, if, you, if you're in East Tennessee, it's like more mountainous. Like where I am, it's more mountainous. So you got the Appalachian culture. So that's, that, that culture is a whole different thing in itself. Much different. And once you go to like Nashville, that's different. But it's you still kind of Southern. But it's more like Kentucky type of, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's a lot of transplants that come from out of state and Nashville only. But once you go out of Nashville, it's like Murfreesboro. It's not as bad as the California element that exists in Nashville. And when I say that, it's not quite as bad as Austin or it's not like that at all. But they do live in, in, in Nashville at anywhere. And once you go to. But again, if you're not in Nashville, like if you're not like in downtown Nashville, outside of that, you're conservative. Once you go to West Tennessee, then you're like getting closer to Memphis and whatnot. As long as you're not in Memphis, the city, in South Memphis, Orange Mound, Frazier, all of that, you'd be okay. Okay, you, you can go to like 
Mississippi, South Haven, which is like right out there by Memphis, and you'd be fine. It's it's pretty conservative. But in Florida, you have different regions that are North Miami is like real ghetto. But Miami in general was like Cuba and Haiti mixed together. It's like basically Miami's like the Caribbean. Miami's Miami's like the capital of the Caribbean, basically. And once you go to Orlando, is it's like different. Jacksonville is different, and Tallahassee is like Alabama. So different regions are different, but I think overall they're kind of equal in their conservatism. You'll like it. If you like Florida, you'll like Tennessee, in my opinion. Okay. Lookout Mountain. Yeah, shout out Lookout Mountain. Yeah, Lookout Mountain is, hey, yeah, if you go to Chattanooga, Lookout Mountain is really nice. Go to the top, ride the, um, the, the incline train. Ride that up to the top. Go to Point Park. It's a beautiful look of the Tennessee River, Moccasin Bend, all that kind of stuff. It's really nice. Yeah, UT Knoxville. Peyton Man is old school. Peyton Man is alma mater. UT Knoxville for football. That's right. Yeah, East Tennessee is Appalachia. Really nice people. And once you go out west, you almost like Arkansas. It's, it's, it's way different. All right, let's go to the next one here. Um... Apple says, ABO, please start a go for me for at Doug Ripley. <laughs> Ian says, hey, ABO, hate to sound like a broken record, but have you read the book yet? Did you notice it was published July 2019? Did you see JP Sears video? I have not read it, and I've not seen JP Sears video, I don't believe. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. I've seen some of his stuff, but I've not seen all of one of his videos in a while, so... I've not seen that. ABO, what extreme sport would you like to try? Paragliding, parachuting, parasailing, bungee jumping, zip lining, water skiing. Uh, none, none of the above, man. That's, that's too much for me. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 can't, I can't do it. Um, maybe, maybe like zip lining, that's about it. And I got to have a, a parachute for that. You know what I'm saying? It could be off the ground by like five feet. I, I ain't trying to break no bones. You know, Give, give me a basketball and let me, let me dunk. And <laughs> that right there is extreme at my age. If I can dunk right now at 38 almost, that'd be extreme sports for me. Uh, also, am I a strong swimmer? I can swim a little bit, but I'm not necessarily like Michael Phelps. I can't swim though. When I got, when I, when I swam for the first time, when I learned how to swim at the YMCA a long time ago in Roanoke, Virginia, during the summertime, uh, my granddad took me the lessons to learn how to swim. I was like eight, nine years old. When I first got in the pool, I went straight to the bottom. Straight to the bottom. I had to come save me. The lifeguard came out there. It was crazy because it was like I could see myself outside of myself in this moment. I remember it. I got in the pool. I thought I could swim. Nope. I went straight to the bottom. So lifeguard jumped in the pool, and I could see it from the outside. He jumped in the pool, swam down, and got me and brought me back up. I was fine, though. But, yeah, my first experience in the pool went straight to the bottom. But after that, I was able to swim. I could swim now. I could float, paddle. I could do all that. But when I first got in the pool, I was a rock straight to the bottom. Uh, Ian Kidney says, it's my girl. I've already read that one. Thank you for that. The anti-view says, did you see the information on the random side effects I sent you? All treatments lead back to some bad decisions. Yeah, I saw I saw the, um, I did a video about the side effects. So I saw quite a few of them. Apple also says, ABL, your Democrat family friends, Miss Trump yet? Um, yes, they do. They ain't going to tell me, but they miss them because them gas prices, the gas prices is what everybody's feeling. That right there is a really big one. That's huge. Okay. Now some are going to say, 
Well, the president don't control gas prices. I can't tell. The president does control gas prices. When you got, like, Colbert's on TV talking about, hey, you know what? We're going to endure higher gas prices because Vladimir Putin's a bad guy. He's saying that, and we are engaging in this stuff with him, cutting off Russian um, oil and gas and not producing more here. So his decisions are impacting gas prices. So, yeah, they... they they miss some based on that. They, they, the, the gas is too high. Everything's too high. And everybody realizes that when Trump was here, this was not the case. Things were different. Uh, Josh Foss says, have you seen the video uh, the Russian government released stating to the U.S. we have found biological weapons? I've not seen that video, but I've heard about that. Because they got a bio lab in Ukraine talking about, oh, it's only for research. But they had a whole bioweapon in there. So what are WMDs at for real? But I move on. Leo also says, um, correct me if I'm wrong, all this canceling of these things in Russia, such as restaurants and a soccer, et cetera, sounds like xenophobic. Yes, it, it is very xenophobic. Remember when Trump said China virus? Oh, that's xenophobic. Exactly. Okay. Everything Russian is getting canceled. They're pouring out Russian vodka. That's like, really? Russian vodka? You're going to pour out that because of the war in Ukraine? It's so It's so silly. Okay. You got a war in Yemen, too. You're not going to stop putting gas in your car from Saudi, are you? Or Russia. Uh, the anti-view says, ABL, is this more appropriate? Hit the like button for ABL with all the, the different uh, colors of thumbs up. Or am I now appropriating? Oh, it's all good. Do what you do. Thank you to Ian who says, thank you, ABL. You just made her day. And you pronounce her name perfectly. You're the best. And that's why you get my, my money. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Shout out to Ian Kenny. The Blast Radius says, I warn people that the gay marriage ruling back in 2014 would embolden these alphabet weirdos to want to get at kids in schools. And here we are, folks. Exactly. Because that was, the, that was the, 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 the barrier right there, the gay marriage thing. That was keeping them out. It's like, okay, stay behind this boundary and don't move. But then when the boundary is gone and it was never reestablished, everything's out and open now. Do whatever you want to do. You're, to you're totally right, Blast Radius. Take it to Diana who says, hi, hi, ABL from Cali. As conservatives are still holding on, holding it down for the Bay. So what ain't going with that, ABL, Tatum, and Tariq show, US, US. All right. Rapping Sports with Jack says, yay. <laughs> uh, the anti-view says Leonardo was better. Michelangelo all day long. Okay. Michelangelo. Thank you to Bugs Bunny, who says, an electric car battery blew up on a shipping boat last month, destroying 4,000 luxury cars. Totally safe. Crazy. Totally crazy. Thank you to We Are Hammer for the donation. Thank you to Maurice Stark, who says, West Kids, a dog, did not leave the yard when the kids did. Uh, Cole Hater Rate says, nobody can buy Tesla if Elon Musk can't get the oil to manufacture them exactly, let alone to have the parts delivered. Pete Butt Geek is delusional. Ian Kenny says, Reuters in November 2018, demand for electric vehicles is fueling a rise in child labor and cobalt mines in Democrat Republic of Congo. Exactly. You know, all this stuff, you know, um, these rare earth minerals, cobalt, zinc, all that, it comes from out of these conflict areas. Remember the whole thing about um, conflict diamonds? Oh, I don't want to get a diamond. It comes from a conflict mine. Where your lithium ion battery come from? Huh? Where is your rare earth um, chalk? Where does your Tesla full of rare earth minerals come from? Where, where do you get all that stuff from? It ain't just fairy dust. You got to mind that. And it's a lot of these conflict areas that have that happen.
The anti-view says oil is bad. Now fill your body with these pills. By the way, all of them contain the derivative of petroleum. So oil kills the planet, but it's okay for your body. Exactly. Uh, Ian Kenny says minority report total recall demolition man talking about the whole thing about the car not letting you get out and drop your destination. Yeah. Thank you to Walton who says they want cars like Back to the Future where the dock had the organic fuel converter using trash and banana peels for fuel. <laughs> oh, man, those are the good old days. The Captain Planet, you know, that, that day. Thank you to Brian Baker who says thank you for everything that you do. Blighton is a disaster. Nothing built, nothing back, and not one thing better. Exactly. Right on. Ian Kenny says, could Muggsy dunk? I don't recall ever seeing it. He, he probably could. Because if you're in the NBA, all, all the NBA players are good athletes. Point blank, period. Okay, did I get everything back here? Um, thank you to Forgotten Country who says China's bank cut off Russia. They really that close? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't see that. Very interesting. Thank you to Anthony Lucero for your donation. Thank you to Caius Poshmus who says ABO, NATO cannot put a no-fly zone over Ukraine. They sure can't because they can't enforce it. Because if they enforce it, they got to fight Russia. And that's going to be a violation right there because Ukraine's not NATO. You see what I'm saying? So they can't do that. Thank you to Leo who says, that's why Pelosi knew something about January 6th and didn't do anything herself. Exactly. Ian Kenny says, Project Veritas released another video at 7 p.m. I'll check it out. Also, uh, J.P. Sears made a video on Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. Okay. I, I think I saw some of that. Like, I, I began to watch it. Didn't, didn't watch the rest of it, though. Thank you to Blast Radius who says, notice with the whole anti-Russia rhetoric from the media, you don't hear them whining about anti, quote-unquote, anti-Russian racism like they did with the whole China virus thing Trump said back in 2020. It's fine because they don't like Russia, and it's okay to be racist against them because they're white and they're the enemy, according to the U.S. and uh, U.S. media and politicians. Thank you to Jennifer who said, thank you for speaking the truth. Don't back down. Stay strong. Had a good laugh earlier in the chat. Well, thank you for being here and your support. I appreciate you. Thank you to Grant who says, sorry, no, this land looks like King's Dominion. Uh, the, George, the George Inc. 440 says, the truth about the vaccines. And thank you to Denny Wong who says, Colbert says, buy a Tesla if the price of gas is too high. Is that like let them eat cake? The elites are 10-eared. Exactly. It's the exact same thing as let him eat cake. Okay. <laughs> it's it's very tone deaf, but that's what they are on the left. They're tone deaf. They don't really care too much about, you know, making sense at all, in my humble opinion. All right. All right. I got to pause right quick to get a water. I'll be right back. Y'all don't go nowhere. Just hang tight. Here's, here's some music for you guys. Can you hear it? All right. Just one sec. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. <laughs> I, I was I was dying of thirst. I had to get some water, so I, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm I'm back on deck, and it's time for the calls. I know what the drill is. Number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. Again, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. And hold on, let's do Skype right quick. If it's not working, it's not my fault. Please blame the white man because I'm not responsible. All right. Let's go ahead and get straight to it. The number to call, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. 
Five five nine. You're on line. My speaker too. ABL Patrick from California. How's it going? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Good, good, man. I'm receiving a little bit of interference uh, echo in the background, but that's okay. Real quick, um, I just wanted to comment on Ron DeSantis's um, quote unquote no gay bill. You know, he said very clearly that it's protecting minors in the pre K to I think like the fifth, sixth grade level. And they still want to, you know, cause a commotion about this, regardless of the fact that it's protecting kids. If everybody doesn't realize at this point that these people are sick, they need extreme mental help. Um, they are either just evil because, you know, who knows what's going on in their head. Um, and they honestly, people need to come out and fight against this because if this, Go, does not go through protecting these minors, then we're going to have a serious problem in this country and every state moving forward from this point on. It's going to be anything goes. We cannot allow this to happen as Americans. We cannot allow this to happen as uh, a free republic because then our kids are going to be at harm and they're going to be growing up to be really messed up in their brain, being told by somebody that it's okay to be whatever. So anyway, I appreciate your time, ABL. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. I mean, very good call. I, I couldn't agree more. Very, very well said. I mean, and this at a certain point, these, these things are common sense, but I guess common sense ain't too common. That's that's an, an, an uncommon thing to have common sense nowadays in 2022. All right, I got to restart Skype. Oh, I think I'm good now. I thought, I thought it was going to be one of them days where Skype wouldn't start struggling. But luckily, I think we're, we're good to go. Let's go. 719, you're online, my speaker, too. Hey, this is Tom. What's going on, buddy? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Oh, doing super duper. All right, man. So what's on your mind? What's happening? So, so right now, we've got a whole lot of hidden legislation that's going through our, uh, our, our Congress. Uh, like the ghost gun bill and other things that are, uh, they're just sliding it through while everybody's worrying about the price of gas. Yeah, because most people don't really care about anything else. Like the price of gas, that affects people right now today in their everyday life. So the ghost gun bill to them is more of an obscure thing. So what you're saying is right. They're trying to slide it through while everybody's distracted because, you know, there's, there's more pressing things that they're going to be concerned about. So even even if you even if you showed it to them, they wouldn't pay any attention. They're just like, eh, I don't care. The gas is too high. So what's your right though? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's so superficial. You know, it, it it's a, it's really disappointing because our our just me and you, we're probably the only two people on this whole channel that can name their legislatures. They have their email in their pocket. They can email them and say, hey. I'm looking at this bill and this is crazy. Oh yeah. And you know, that, that, that causes a problem because you have a very small uh, number of people that control everything in a local area, just like with um, city zoning and things of that nature. You have a meeting that the whole public is invited to and nobody shows up except for a few key players and things just happen with nobody really being able to chime in because nobody really cares. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at uh, a lot of local stuff. So in our local area, 
we, we've just recently got rid of the last mask mandate, if you can believe that. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. I mean, like, in 2022, it's, it's nuts to, 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 to just yeah. now be getting rid of that. Yeah, two years and some change. Uh, and, and it's because nobody knew it was, was even happening. Right. You know, our kids were in school wearing masks, and they were like, oh, really? I didn't know that. And, uh, you know, we're writing letters, and, and so 41 letters was all that the, uh, our local legislature, our local council got. You know, it's just craziness. You know, I, I don't know how to get people involved in their local politics. If you can't name your city council members, and if you can't name your, uh, your county and state uh, officials, there's something wrong with you because you should be sending them messages every day. That's right. Absolutely. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Just put that out there. Send your local people messages daily, every day, because they will come to you. They will come around. Their brains can work. That's my message. That's always my message. Send your local people. You know, don't worry about the president. Don't worry about the Ukraine or whatever. You know, that's that's outer space, man. Lo- worry about your local people. Tell them what you need, and they can do it eventually. Exactly, man. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, ABL. You, you and your listeners have a great night. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, brother. All right, let's get to some more calls here. Let's go to... All right, now, 479, you're allowing speaker to. Yes, hi, this is Andrew Stockton from Arkansas. All righty, what's happening? I want to, not much. I I was going to put a shout out. I was hoping I'd put it on your uh, station. A little girl um, under five years old got raped by a homeless person. He's arrested. He's in jail, but uh, not sure what's going to happen to him. Well, hopefully, you know, you know, go ahead and just take him out back. And let it be over with. That'd be a good solution yeah, to me. I would love to do that. Right. I, I would really love to do that. I hate these guys. I have, I just hate everything they stand for. But I wanted to ask you a question. <clears throat> that article you were saying about the vodka, is that for real? Yes, I saw it was a video of them doing it. They they were pouring out Russian vodka in protest of um, the Russian uh, war against Ukraine. Oh, really? I, I haven't seen nothing about that one. I thought maybe you were joking. No, I'm serious. Like, but now how is Pelosi going to get her water? <laughs> and I don't know. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a tough battle for her. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, seeing her in that uh, uh, Biden speech and she was rubbing her hands together, I thought, man, she's got to be high. I mean, I think I, I don't know what's going on. Some kind of disorder, some kind of illness, something is not really is not really clicking all the way. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I wish I knew some names, but I probably shouldn't say names on 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 your thing anyway. But I just hope to God everything turns out right with that girl and and the family. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, uh, Brian, and you have a good one. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right. Bye bye.
yeah, pouring out Russian vodka to me is like kind of a PR stunt. Like, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm doing something virtuous. Come to my bar. It's at XYXY Main Street in your city, your town, your state. Right? That's what, it's, that's what it feels like to me. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they do truly just want to get rid of the Russian vodka. Who knows? Let's go to 734. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is James. How are you, Abiel? Um, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Thank you. I just wanted to call in and actually uh, speak about um, what you were talking about in the beginning of your segment regarding Tesla. I know that uh, obviously they said top of mind and everybody has them on their brain just because everyone, you know, as far as like celebrities go, say buy Tesla with the gas and et cetera. I know that you were stating a little of uh, uh, negative facts about Tesla's in general, but more importantly, when you were saying like the reason of electric cars in general for people and you're sitting on like a power grid, can you explain a little bit more about that and what you think uh, the, the reason is for electric cars? Well, and it, like let's say for Cali- like California, for example, you have rolling blackouts. So if they're telling you to conserve electricity and at the same time, they want everyone to adopt this electric vehicle, how is that really going to be possible? Because wouldn't that add an extra load to the grid? Sure. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying from there. Uh, and I think that what, what I find is interesting is when something as far as like a new product comes out or a new way of conserving energy, which is electric, especially with Tesla and how much they, you know, innovate within the space, it's going to take time. One for, uh, you know, how to counterbalance the power grid and also how to like maintain electricity around the the entire uh, continent. But when it comes to Tesla, I think they've done an amazing job on one innovation. And then two, I want to make sure that we don't get caught up in the weeds because in the very beginning of the segment, I kind of felt like that, we were missing the point uh, in, w- w- with your uh, argument around electricity or electric cars. And we should really be focusing on production and resources within the United States when it comes to oil and all the other resources. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure what you, because I, I was saying that the technology is not really there as far as electric, electric cars It's not really there quite yet. I mean, the cars are not necessarily hundred yeah. percent safe and we got to figure out a way to have the electric grid be able to, maintain and sustain these vehicles we, we got to figure all these things out it's just not necessarily there quite yet to really say okay let's have everyone adopt electric vehicles at this point i think it's way too early in that for for that to happen yeah i, I mean i would say that you know I, not every car is 100 percent going to be safe and when, when you're looking at gas or electric and you know as far as people looking at like pricing on the annual repairs, I've seen some chat, you know, kind of having some conversation around that. And when you look at it, a Tesla Model S compared to, you know, high-end uh, cars, whether it's Cadillac, Corvettes, Mercedes, it's going to be lower than all of those uh, yeah, vehicles see, in see, that the, same bracket as the Model S. Okay, but see, the problem is, and then, the, the problem is the, average, the average person is not going to get a high-end car. They're going to get like a Toyota Corolla or sure. a Camry or a Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get a Tesla. You see what I'm saying? So... The, the, no, low, the, lowest, the, 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 the lowest the the lowest Tesla I saw was forty five thousand. Compare that to behind mm-hmm. the civil, it's like twenty five thirty. It's a big difference, and people right. may not be able to afford that, especially if they already got their cars already been paid off. So it's like when Colbert said, "Hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Go out and get a Tesla, and Buddha get the same thing." It's like, okay, well, my car's already been paid off. It's only worth like five grand if I sell it. So 
how am I going to be able to go out and get a brand new car, let alone a Tesla for $45,000? That's a lot of money for a lot of people. That is. It's a lot of money for me as well. I mean, I don't own a Tesla, but when I'm looking at the bigger picture, uh, you know, I can definitely say anecdotally, you know, Hondas, Toyotas, there's going to be manufacturers that have lower end cars, but it's going to be apples and oranges when it comes to like features and technology, which you talked to in the very beginning of your segment. And according to Kelly Blue Book, I mean, at the end of 2021, the average cost of a new car was $47,000. And you can see, obviously, some impacts there with COVID and some other restraints with as far as like production goes. But the average American is, is looking to pay that cost anyway for $47,000. Well, that's not looking at reality because you, 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 when you say average, when you say average cost, mm-hmm. you, you also factor in the very high-end cars, Maserati and Lamborghini, like sure. these really luxury cars that nobody's going to be able to buy except for like the top 1%. That's not really looking at it correctly. Like here, here's the MSRP for Corolla 2022. Twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Okay, twenty thousand one hundred dollars. Compare that to the low end Tesla. That's forty five. That's double and some. So, right, we, we, we got to get that price point down to something that's more manageable, more reasonable, and we got to get technology working like better than what it is right now. I understand we're kind of in a new space, and we got to we got to innovate a lot more. Right. I, I get that part of it, but the price point is too mm-hmm. high. Like when I was just getting my car back. I had a Corolla. I'm six foot three in the Corolla, and I was able to make it work. I didn't need right. all the features, bells and whistles. I'm like, okay, can I go from point A to point B? That's it. I'm not trying to be Mr. Fancy Pants out here with my car at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get mm-hmm. a bunch of money and I become some kind of millionaire, then I might be able to splurge, sure. but not for your average yeah, everyday yeah. person. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, we just have to make sure, too, though, that, I mean, Tesla isn't the only... Uh, company that's manufacturing electric cars. I mean, there's, you can buy electric cars that are way less, even half of the cost of a Tesla. I mean, you're looking at like twenty to thirty thousand dollars. So there's comparable models. What really I'm trying to make sure that we really get at, and not really kind of go back and forth with like costs with a Tesla in general. But you know, this is a, a, a capitalist country, and you know, this is a, a home of uh, where entrepreneurship should be at the state of everything that we look at when it comes to small businesses, and when you look at uh, Elon Musk not coming from any, uh, you know, riches at all from his family. He wasn't wealthy at all. And, you know, the amount of time that he spent for that company to create a ton of jobs for this country. And then also he's manufacturing cars in this country. I mean, you're right across the street in California. I mean, they're, that's a $5.3 million square feet. And they have over like 70,000 employees. So I think that, you know, a lot of the times you can look at it and say, you know, all these, uh, you know, liberals or leftists, and they're really focused on like Tesla. So we want to like focus on that brand and bash that brand. And really, we need to look at the bigger picture and applauding Elon Musk and others that are putting more, uh, you know, equity into this country and more uh, American owned car uh, uh, manufacturers and get that space up and running and focus on how do we go towards natural or excuse me, how do we focus on resources from this country rather than going to Saudi, Venezuela, and Russia? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love listening to you, and I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That's a good call. But um, I think ultimately the, the U.S. needs to, well, I won't say the U.S., the politicians and the late-night talk show hosts shouldn't be pushing that like, hey, go get that, don't get that. If you're going to be capitalist, if you're going to be a free open market, let's have the choice. 
If, if I want to get a bit gas guzzling, then so be it. I got my I got my Toyota Tundra, and now I'm good. I'm good to go with that. I don't need to get the Tesla. Maybe I don't want it. Maybe I don't want an electric vehicle. Maybe I don't feel safe at this moment. That's my decision. And if you want to get it, I'll, I mean, they're very nice cars. Teslas, they're very nice. You know, I like to to ride in one. I like, I like the, the the doors that go all the way up. I like the the I like the the windshield that goes from the front all the way up. It's it's beautiful, very nice. But do I want to pay eighty thousand dollars for that? Eighty five, ninety thousand dollars on a low end forty five. Eh. My truck was like fifty, and that's too much. I ain't want to pay that. <laughs> And I'm I, I'm leasing that. I don't even really, but that's a different story. I'm gonna get too deep, too deep in the weeds. Let's go to the next call here. Let's go to. Are you on live speaking to seven five seven? Hey, what's up, ABL? What's up? What's happening? What's going on? Um, so um, I actually didn't grow up too far from where you said you grew up in uh, Newport News. Uh, so it's almost like your family, <laughs> but. I've heard you once called uh, to talk about the uh, Colbert clip along with other stuff. It's like, he comes up and he's like, I don't mind paying a little extra for gas. It's things or whatever. It's like, if you don't mind paying a little extra, then why don't you pay for my gas? Cause I mind, you know, you can go ahead and flip me a check or cash out me, you know, since you have the money. It's like everyone else is struggling out here. So if you don't, you know, if you don't have to pay for gas and you have a Tesla, then you have plenty of money to give us you know, to give us some gas. Exactly. But in reality, it would be, right. In reality, it would be better if we didn't have this problem at all. It's like I was talking to my dad and he was asking me about all the stuff that was going on with Russia and everything. And I said, in reality, I mean, for a while, at least the Democratic Party had an issue with Russia for a while. Like, at least I remember as far back as 2008. I remember when Hillary was uh, Secretary of State and she was, you know, cooking up the uranium one, or at least she signed off on it. She didn't actually write it, but she signed off on it and give uh, Russia permits to drill for uranium here in, on U.S. soil. And then in her 2016 campaign, she's like, we need to go to war with Russia. It's like, why are we going to do that if we're the ones supplying them with uranium? Right. It's like, it's stupid. And it's like I told my dad about it. I'm like, you know, she did that on her campaign trail. She said she wanted to declare war with Russia. But another thing is NPR also wrote an article about it denying the fact that uranium one deal was even a thing. So when you look on Google, that's like the second or third result. But the first one is Congress.gov outlining the exact specifications of the contract. So I don't understand why NPR is taking our money as taxpayers to write articles like that when you can scroll up easily and see if Congress.gov pretty much debunking what NPR wrote about to waste the money. Right, exactly. And um, and I think there's probably one more thing, but I think I'm just going to leave that. Uh, I just wanted to call in and talk about that. Thanks for letting me call in. Well, thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. All right, shout out to Virginia in the house calling in. Uh, thank you, thank you for that. Let's get to a few more here. Let's go to, hold on one second. All right, let's go. Hold on. All right, got calls flooding in here. 701, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? This is the anti-view. How are you doing, ADL? I'm well. Can't complain about yourself. 
I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. The last caller was great. The caller before that had a better segue for me, but (laughs) (laughs) shout out to the last caller. (laughs) Um, You know, he's talking about going to the Middle East for oil. Well, when you have a sister company in Kuwait, Dow Medical or Dow Chemical, you know, (laughs) and they're the ones making the PEGs for your medication, Big Pharma. (laughs) Excuse me. Holy buckets. Um, Why would you want to pull oil out of the Middle East? Because they don't have their hands here. Well, hey. Right? Right. And when they're the ones giving the Democrats $15.8 million in 2017, Who's going to push for the oil to stay there? Just saying, just just throwing that out there. Um, so I sent you, this is where I'm going to geek out as a nurse for a second, so excuse me. Um, I sent you a PDF. I randomly picked side effects off of that list, right? And I put what the side effect is. I put it in more human terms what it is. I put the risk factors prior to, you know, the jab. And then I put what the treatment would be. And it is amazing the similarities out of these randomly picked. Okay. I just took like acute macular auto, <clears throat> excuse me, retinopathy, which has to do with your eyes and anti-myelin associated glycoprotein associated polyneuropathy, which is basically losing the feeling in your hands and feet or carotid artery artery thrombosis, which is a blood clot, but at the stem of your brain, like all three of those have nothing to do with each other. But it's really interesting that they're all associated with protein problems. Mm. And then their fixes are Pfizer medications. Mm. I don't know that that kind of hit home to me. And it went took me down a different wormhole because my mom actually has anti-myelin-associated glycoprotein-associated polyneuropathy. And my speculation after going down this rabbit hole is she actually got it from the influenza vaccine, which it's a side effect, but it's a rare side effect. But if you have an autoimmune deficiency or if you have a genetic marker for these proteins or these certain antibodies or you're lacking these, these are the side effects that can happen. So we need to quit putting our money into oil in a sense of big pharma. And we need to start putting our money into learning about our genetics. Why, why are our black women dying more in childbirth than our white women now? Why are our people still having more itises even though we're throwing pills at them? Maybe that oil you're shoving down their throat is causing it. I don't know. Just things to think about. I hope you have a great night, ABL. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. Hey, very, very good points. Very, very good points. You guys, you guys are brilliant. I mean, seriously, you guys send me great emails, give me great calls. So I never short of content from y'all. So thank y'all. I appreciate it. I really do. We'll get to some more calls here. Let's go to 773 online. I'm speaking to. Hey, Biel, I'm so glad you got to me. It's your Chicago police officer friend. How you doing? I'm well, man. Watch yourself. Good. Well, let me apologize for last week when I said the D word, but I, <laughs> I was quoting her, and I thought it needed to be said, and I'm glad you said that. I got you. Uh, moving on. Once again, you are 100% 
on the money with the electric cars. At the turn of the century, automobiles were a luxury item for the ultra, ultra rich. And it wasn't until Ford made the price come way, way down with his production, you know, his mass production, that it caught on and then people, it was affordable enough for people to abandon their horses and buggies and whatnot and go to the automobile. Right now with the electric car, millions and millions of people are not going to abandon their millions and millions of gasoline vehicles. They're just not. You know, you're going from somebody that has a $200 car or somebody that has a $100,000 car. They're not going to, gasoline that is, they're not going to abandon that until the price point gets to a certain spot and then it makes sense to move over to an electric car. And we're not, we're not an electric vehicle and we're not at that point yet. I think you would agree with that. Absolutely. I mean, it's like the, the technology is starting to come in there and it's starting to get developed, but to force it now is just silly because it's not there yet. Right. And, and here's another thing, you know, <clears throat> big business, they stifle competition. So in the seventies, when they could have been developing solar energy or electric energy, these other energies like gasoline, they actively worked against letting that technology take off. The only reason that personal computers and the capability of computers today took off the way it did is because they didn't have the foresight to know that people would use a personal computer or want a device in their hand. They couldn't even fathom that concept. You know, computers, when I was younger, used to be as big as a room. And then because, you know, you allow these inventors and these people to build upon each other's ideas, you know, things get smaller and smaller, faster and faster. You know, if, if, it, if solar energy or electric energy was allowed to flourish back then without having the gas industry in Saudi Arabia wanting to sell us the gas and that whole thing, um, maybe we'd be further along. We're just now at its infancy again. You know, we're starting to do that, but it's not where it's supposed to be. That's right. hundred percent correct. Yeah. And one last thing, and then I'm going to let you go. Um, I, there was a guy uh, that he, he's part of the auto industry and he analyzed Tesla and he said, Tesla had a chance as a car company to really flourish and they really Tesla really does have great technology in its motors and its batteries and where he made the mistake and the reason they're so expensive is the body of his cars you know if you if you crush the rear quarter panel of a Tesla, it's a $40,000, you know, mistake because there's so many different aspects to the way he produces the body of his car. If he would have just copied as far as the body goes, not the body style, but the way it's manufactured, if he would have just copied the style of Detroit, they would, uh, of Tesla and electric cars would have been 
way, way cheaper, and it would have it gotten to the hands of a lot more people. This is this expert that analyzes the manufacturing of vehicles, and he says that's where Tesla kind of went wrong, but they geared up all this infrastructure to produce these bodies, you know, the bodies of the cars, that they just can't go back because it has all kinds of sensors on it and everything else. And a lot of people, a lot of car, um, um, excuse me, a lot of um, of uh, insurance companies, they just total or wipe wipe off uh, the Tesla from the books with the with the bad fender bender. Exactly, right. So anyway, ABL always uh, good. And one personal note: uh, tomorrow I go in and uh, turn in my papers and uh, retire from the police department. So I will become your retired Chicago police officer friend as of tomorrow. Well, you know, so, it's, it's, it's been it's been a good run, I suppose, huh? Yeah, it was. It was a good run, and I enjoyed the job. Maybe not as much today under the circumstances as I once did, but you know what? I spent my entire career on the streets. I had fun, and uh, you know, I I was a good police officer, and uh, you know, uh, I enjoyed it. So there you go. Anyway, ABL, uh, always a great show. I really enjoy your your podcast or whatever you want to call it, your stream. So I, I just, it, it's great. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. Bye. All righty. Great call. Let's get to some more here. You guys want to drill the number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go to... 918, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's JB Scotchman from Oklahoma. How you doing? I'm well, man. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. Well, I mean, there's a lot to dissect tonight. I mean, a lot of stuff happening all over the world. Yeah, there's quite a bit going on. whole Russian Ukraine thing. It's going to get a lot worse, in my opinion. I really do think so, because NATO, I mean, even though Ukraine is not a NATO country, I mean, they're right there on their footsteps, you know. And Russia's bringing their full force into Ukraine. And I don't think they're going to stop there. I mean, Putin, he wants Poland. I mean, he wants all the Baltic states. But something's going to have to happen soon. Well, I mean, I think that if Putin wants to take the Baltic states, I think it'd be because the, I think it'd be because NATO was there and they shouldn't really be there. If if the if the Baltic states were not in NATO, then he wouldn't need them. He he wouldn't he would he wouldn't have them like be kind of neutral or just not at least in NATO, because by them being mm-hmm. in NATO, they are they're, they're kind of controlling the Baltics. And I, do, and I don't mean them as far as those states. I mean, NATO is controlling the Baltics. And that's going to be a problem. Same thing with Ukraine controlling the Black Sea. And also Turkey, because they're, they're south of the Black Sea through the Bosphorus to get to the Mediterranean. So Russia, Russia doesn't want to be boxed in like that. So it'd be kind of a defensive thing. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just their perspective. It's two sides to it. It's not just one side bad, one side good, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I do, I, I I fear that. I mean, it's going to come to a point where some uh, larger weapons are going to start being used. Honestly, you know, I mean, if you really want to stop Russia, because 
they're not going to stop. I mean, even though their military is pretty outdated in a lot of ways, but I mean, if if we're going to have to stop them, I mean, I mean, I'm talking like there could be like tactical tactical nukes being used in certain places. I don't know. I mean, it could get really ugly. You know, that's my worry. But I don't know. I'm just like everyone else sitting back and watching it, you know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this comes to an end sooner than later because I think the longer it drags on, the more dangerous it can become. So hopefully sooner than later this comes to an end. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And it's only been like two weeks. And now it's getting really nasty, you know, bombing hospitals and, you know, civilians. I mean, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get a lot uglier, you know. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we're not seeing leadership from any of the European countries or the United States, which, like you mentioned earlier, you know, like we can't even spend a few billion on our southern border, but we're going to send a whole bunch of money to Ukraine's border. I mean, what the hell is that all about, you know? Right. Yeah. And as for the whole electric car thing, I mean, our esteemed Secretary of Transportation, Pete Booty Judge, (laughs) he's only, he only has that job. You know why, you know why he has that job? Why is that? Because he's gay. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they put him out he, there. He's part of the he's part of the whole diversity group, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like eighty percent of Biden's cabinet and, and nominees for jobs, they're all. It's like he just chose them all on diversity over qualifications, you know. Right. It's just it's just stupid, yeah. And I'm not buying a Tesla anytime soon. I can't afford a Tesla, you know. If the nearest charging station to where I live is about a hundred miles away. And it's probably going to be about five years before I have one near me. So that's not going to fucking, or I'm sorry, didn't mean to coast. That's not going to happen anytime soon. Right. It's just not practical for a lot of people. Just even if you could buy one, just if you had money to burn and you just bought one in cash, it's like, okay, I have it. Now yeah. what am I going to do now? Where am I going to charge it? It's just inconvenient. Yeah. You know, if I get a regular yeah. car, uh, if I have one that's been around for a long time, I could work on it, do things myself, and I could take it to the gas right. station and fill up my gas. It's just it's simpler that way. You know, you have expensive gas, that's a problem, but buying a whole brand new car and not being able to charge it is a different problem. Yeah. And this could have all been avoided. It really could have all been avoided. I mean, it was just the whole Biden administration, their agenda on day one was to undo everything Trump did. Right. That was it. You know, they just wanted to undo it all and make things for the worse. And now we're paying the price, unfortunately. So I hope we can have a fair election in the coming years. You know, I, I really do. If we can't, if we can't have an fair election again, then man, we're pretty much screwed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for taking my call. Love listening to you and all your, viewers have a good night dude thank you for the call man definitely appreciate it yeah all right great call shout out to him let's get to a few more the number to call you guys know you know you know the drill 434-658-1220 
The number is right there, right under the ticker, 434-658-1220. It's always also in the description box below. If you don't catch the ticker and you forgot what I said, let's go ahead and get right back rocking. Let's go to audio online. Speaking to you, 217. Hey, man. Let me turn the TV down. I tuned in a little late tonight, and you probably beat the EV thing to death, but I wanted to throw one thing out there if it hadn't been covered. I usually don't hear it covered. Um, you, I did hear you say you've got a Tundra. Oh, yeah. And a Toyota Tundra. And that will run forever. You just do general maintenance, it will run forever and ever and ever. But with these electric vehicles, and you paid a lot for it, a little bit more, you could have got a Tesla. But what happens in five years when you go, what's your resale? When you've got something that the next buyer's looking at and going, hmm, wonder how long that battery will last and what will that cost to replace? Right. Seems to me like these things would depreciate just drastically. You know, why would you buy one in the first place knowing that in a few years it's not going to be worth anything to the next person? I mean, really, I wouldn't even buy a used Tesla if it had more than 10,000 miles on it because I know automatically that the, the battery life, that the clock has already started ticking. It's already started ticking, and then if I get it at an advanced stage, the clock's pretty much, the time is pretty much up. It's going to be another expense. So it makes no sense to get a used, a, a, a heavily used Tesla. Just go buy a brand new one. You have no resale value at that point. Well, yeah, my point is it makes a lot the thing that makes the most sense is to go buy a Toyota Tundra. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have a Lexus GX 460. It's got a big V8 in it. It's probably the same variation, probably the same motor that's in your Tundra. Yep. And you can drive them till the end of time, which means if you do get tired of it, you just want something newer, well, you can turn around and sell it and get a good amount out of it at any point. Exactly. Uh, where with these electric cars, it seems to me, well, did you see on the, YouTube, some guy, it was so expensive to replace his battery in his Tesla that he just had some guys blow it up just for fun on YouTube because <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Right, exactly. Uh, but I don't see anybody buying these used. Uh, it, it's not only that the, are they really expensive, but long-term total cost of ownership seems to be just just nuts, just nuts. On, on top of all the other things, I heard some of the things and you know, everybody knows the, the, you know, our most neighborhoods, if everybody had one, the, the grid wouldn't even support it. You know, you, you couldn't charge these and, and on and on and on. But just the fact of, of the depreciation has got to be drastic. Who would buy one of these used knowing they might have to put a battery in it that would cost them three times what they paid used for the car? It wouldn't make any sense. It's not practical at all. Not, not in the least bit. <laughs> Not to me. Anyway, that's all I had. I wanted to throw that in there. I didn't know if anybody brought that part up. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right. Thank you, ABL. Appreciate you. I know. Mm -hmm. Very good point. Very good point. Low resale value at a certain point. Like you could sell it. If you got like 10,000 miles on it or less, you could sell that. But if, you're, if your Tesla has like 125,000 miles on it, why would I buy that? Why? I know your battery is about to die. 
and that's going to be a big expense. Might as well buy a brand new Tesla. You're at that because at that point your car has no resale value. But my my Tundra at one hundred twenty five thousand. I mean anybody would buy that. Yeah, I got a, I got the I got the last V eight they made before they went to the V six with turbos and all that good stuff. I got I got a V eight been around for a long time tried and true. I keep pristine. My my car is pristine. I take care of my car like it's a, a whole baby. You understand what I'm saying? Pristine, high resale value. I'll drive it forever. <laughs> you know what I mean, all I gotta do tire rotation, oil change, and I'm good to go. Let's get to the next call here. Let's go to. All right, hold on. Give me one second, y'all. Four eight zero. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Naomi from Arizona. All righty, what's going on? Hi, uh, I just wanted to ask you a question about uh, the elections. If New York is allowing illegal immigrants to vote, then do you think that our vote really even matters? Because we would have to cheat to even be on the same level as them. You know what I mean? Well, I think what New York is so doing. Do you think our vote matters? Yeah. Um. Well, I think what New York is doing is it's not illegal immigrants; it's lawful residents that aren't citizens. So I, I gotta, I gotta make sure I say that because I don't want to see like it's, okay. you know what I mean. But still, that, it's still an issue. I, I think, I think your vote still does matter, ultimately, because they they can't just bring in illegal aliens with no kind of documentation and say, okay, you go vote. Yet they're not doing that quite yet. So I think your vote still does matter, and they can't vote in federal but elections. But no ID. But no yeah. ID. See, now that's a that's a that's a, diff, that's a whole different problem because that exists in places even where they don't allow non-citizens to vote. So that right there needs to get fixed. I mean, where I live, that's that's not a problem. So if you live in a place where there's no identification required, that's going to be a big security lapse right there for sure. I still say to anybody, yeah. I still say go out there and vote. But that's going to be a battle you got to be able to get through. Yeah, because here in Arizona, they're just talking about how some people are getting either charged with or uh, certain things with the elections that happened here in Arizona. They're just now coming out saying that there was proof of people getting in trouble for doing the wrong thing. So I don't know if that, if, if they're not going to go back and look at it or decertify it. It just makes me wonder if our vote even matters. I believe you know? it does. I believe it does, but you got, it needs to be tightened up for sure. Definitely got to tighten it up. It can't just mm-hmm. be, or oh, we could do whatever we want. Nah, let's let's tighten it up and get it together for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for too. All right. Well, thank you so much, and you have a great night. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Great call. Shout out to her. And let's go to the next one here. Nine two nine online. Who am I speaking to? Nine two nine, hello. Nine two nine, going once, going twice. All right, I don't know what happened. It was the Obama phone didn't it didn't go out, but um, I don't know what happened. But I answered the call. I try to get nine two nine back. All right, nine two nine, can you hear me? Oh, how are you doing? I'm well. About yourself? Uh, good, good. I I am good. 
So first, I want to ask a question. Uh, do you know about the World Economic Forum? Yes, I do. Oh yes, just so you know that uh, Lindsey Graham and I think Kevin McCarthy and Doctor and Doctor Oz, uh, they are member of the co. Uh, World Economic Forum. Well, if you search their name on the Economic Forum, it will appear they are the member of the code. Okay. Yes. And a uh, second question. So about Pensaki, I see like about Oh yes, see like about the oil inflation price. See like that. Well, the reason that the oil price go up because because the <clears throat> um how to say it? Oh yes, the the oil the oil and gas leaching and cooling uh because they not used yet. But the but the two reason is Brandon. <laughs> well, he <clears throat> uh, he block and stop the new chilling and, and the leaching. So basically, you know, he he did some things, made the price go up, but she said that wasn't the reason why. Yes. See like that it is not well it is not because Biden but because the the private company folks. Okay. Yeah, try, trying to blame the gas companies rather than just Joe Biden's decisions. Yes, yes. Okay, I see. Now the third thing I want to say it I mean why all of a sudden we don't hear the coronavirus anymore? Now we hear about Gossa, 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 Putin, Putin, Putin. <laughs> I mean, the, the funny thing is the data of the data of the vaccines have been explored. And I w- and I really don't want to say further that because you are on YouTube, so I offer you be like terminate or be banned, you know, or be give a try, be be give a strike. Right. They they try to do things like that all the time, but whenever I report a thing that comes from the government itself, just like the vaccine side effect video, they can't say anything because this is the government saying exactly what's going on. So. I've I've been careful to avoid that kind of stuff, but they try. They always try to suppress real information. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Oh yes. So uh, this will be the last thing that I want to let everybody in the chat and you know. Uh, do you know they are the Nazis military that work? Uh, that work for the. UK government. Yeah, I've heard about that. There are Nazis, like actual Nazis, where they are identified as Nazis in the Ukrainian government. 
Not all of them, but they are there. Some of them are there. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, can, can I say about the CIA without you being, uh, without you being monetized or being striped by YouTube? Can I say about the CIA department? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So the news is the CIA department, they train them. Oh. So those Nazis, uh, which their name stand for, I believe it is the letter A, the letter C, the letter O, and the letter B. Well, before before they become the government government military, they was the political activist. But they be funded by our department CIA and the NATO. Hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen. I've heard heard about that, and they're also funding them through. The government just gave Ukraine fifteen billion dollars. I'm sure some of that money would get into the hands of these these Nazi people that are in the government. So that's it's strange how that works. But I thought we were supposed to be anti-Nazi, anti-racist. Uh, it seems to be a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well anti-Nazis, but but as long it is not count if you are a Democrat body. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Oh, well, have a good day and let go, Brandon. There we go. Let's go, Brandon. Thank you. All right. Shout out to my man for calling in. Good call. Had a little accent, but I was able to rock with him. Shout out to you, man. Thank you for calling. All right. Let's get to my next call here. All right, Matt. What's happening? Anthony, what are you doing, man? Hey, man, just, just hosting the show, you know, doing my thing as usual. What's going on? Jive turkey. Um, <laughs> yeah, those Azovs are Nazis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'm starting to believe this biolab thing that's going on over there, too. I, I think you had a prior video on that. You said you said what now? I'm starting to believe this biolab thing that's going on, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of been the latest update. I've, I've seen that a lot. Um. You know how you used to have to go on Maury Povich to know if you were the baby's daddy or not? Yeah. Uh, we don't have to do that no more. Because this DNA sequencing is so fast now that, you know, with relatively little money and time, you can figure out entire genetic sequences. Um, and now you don't even need a nation state to do chemical weapons or biological weapons you just need a few people that are inclined and have the right equipment yeah. and they can make viruses that i mean it's it's the new nuclear weapon instead of leveling all the buildings though they can leave all the buildings standing and just kill all the people they can kill people by ethnicity even um and i think we've been underestimating what all these places are up to clearly because when when the, when the virus hit, we, we were not ready at all. Had no idea what to do when it came. Had no idea how to treat it. Had no idea what to do with the government, what they were going to do. Totally, totally caught off guard, blindsided. We had uh, 
we had Osama bin Laden pinned down in the Tora Bora Mountains. And we knew where he was at. We had the intelligence. We knew we had a crew after him. Uh, but instead of sending our people, we sent their people. And uh, we basically paid Pakistan to hide him from us. So we were paying Pakistan to keep an eye on these crazies. And they hid Osama bin Laden. I see the same damn thing happening with the the origins of the virus. We knew where it was. We had it pinned down to a location. We were literally paying people to cooperate with us. And uh, we basically paid them to hide the origins and protect the people. And um, they're, they're all 60-90 in each other, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, silver? Man, silver went like on a $4 tear last month. And, uh, you know, that's that's a big deal if it was only 20 something dollars to start with. Yeah, that, that's real big. I mean, that should be a thing people got their eyes on. Yeah, I think everybody should uh, protect themselves for the most part um, and go and get some of these metals. And it doesn't have to be gold or silver. It could be nickel. Like, you know, I was I was giving a shout out to iron ore. Uh, I mean, Call up some crackheads and go into some abandoned house and get some of that copper, you know, that kind of thing, whatever you got to do. But metals is like pretty much the ultimate commodity. Um, and it might be what makes you be able to eat once this petrol dollar thing starts to collapse. Now, if that happens, that's going to be that's going to be a whole different situation. That's going to be society is going to not know how to really respond yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be doom and gloom because basically what the petrodollar is, in case anybody doesn't know, basically it's like uh, it's like Dave and Buster's bucks. You know, if you want to play the games, you got to get the tokens, and you can't spend those to- tokens at at QFC or Shop and Save. You have to, you know, you have to have them there. But the, what's I what's stupid ironic is that we're telling the whole world if you want to buy oil, you got to get dollars which are the tokens and then you have to use those dollars to buy oil with and then when you're done buying the oil go get some more dollars and buy that oil with it and we're the only people that are like using these dollars day to day so if no one wants the dollars they're going to come back home people are going to people are going to go to dave and busters and get the prize and that's going to be the last thing they're going to buy with it ever so these dollars are just going to sit around here and it's going to be probably the primary source of inflation. Uh, and they're going to have to raise interest rates to like 30, 40%. Volcker raised them to 20% just for the Enron scandal. They'll have to raise them to 30% if the petrodollar deal is broke. Mm. Yeah. So, man, that's all I got for you. I love you and I love your show. And, and Seattle sucks. I'm still in Seattle. <laughs> So you'd be good, man. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. You too. All right. Great call. Let's get to some more here. You guys want to drill the number to call 434-658. You know the rest. Okay. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Biala, it's Sonia. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Hard to keep up with everything. Oh, 
where do I begin? You know, I was thinking about COVID all the time and hoping that it would come to an end. And finally, when it seemed to be going away, at least a little bit, we have this war in Russia. Yep. And then that's, that's the next thing. You know, they just out with the old, in with the new. And, you know, I really had this idea in my head that when Biden got elected, as much as I hated that, air quotes, by the way, um, that everything would calm down, that COVID would disappear, you know, immediately, uh, that the virus and everything, the pandemic was all for the election only. So when he went hard with the mandates and everything, I was really blown away. And also I thought that people would stop being wild in the streets. I thought that was just a BLM thing when they were doing the rioting. But the crime is crazy. And we already know about the gas. Put that all together. And I just find it crazy that, you know, they blame Trump for everything under the sun. But Biden's not responsible for nothing. Exactly. But I, I figured that would happen because it was all it was all a political thing against Trump. I mean, it, it, you can have just it could be a rainy day. Oh, it's Trump's fault because he's a bad person. He brings negative energy. But then when you have Joe Biden and the gas prices go through the roof, all time record high. Oh, well, the president is not his fault. I figured that would happen because all the things that they were saying about Trump were politically motivated. It was not really anything that he actually was doing wrong. Yeah. And the thing about the electric cars, you know, not everybody can, you know, afford a car note. I'm always with a used car all the time. You know, you try to maintain them, do what you can. Um, do Teslas exist in that way? Can you buy a used Tesla? I mean, you can buy a used Tesla, but I was looking at some of the used Teslas and they're costing the same thing as a, a brand new one. Like if they're lightly used, like 10,000 miles on it, you, you could you can buy one. And then it's like, it's like the other caller was saying, if you buy a Tesla with a lot of miles on it, that battery might be a problem. So if you got to replace that battery, you paying like another five to 10 to $50,000. It's a lot of money. That was my next question. What kind of maintenance does it involve? Oh yeah. The batteries are expensive. Like it's, it's to the point where the battery might cost so much you're better off just hmm. giving it away rather than trying to repair it or buying another car. I'm absolutely stunned because I think it was when they were talking about the inflation in the beginning, one of these journalists was saying that Americans can afford it, right? Because the stimulus and this and that, I don't know what nonsense <laughs> exactly. And now Stephen Colbert, you know, you said it yourself, right? He's saying that he's willing to pay more. And I don't know if it was you or someone else who shared yet another, I don't know if it was a politician or somebody in the news saying that uh, when we're paying more at the pump, we should see it like we're sticking it to Putin. That was, that was crazy, but people might buy into that because they, they've been brainwashed this whole time to hate Vladimir Putin. I saw, I saw this whole thing coming. I figured it was a whole campaign against Putin, so whenever something's going wrong and they can blame it on him and say, okay, well, he's, that's, that's the reason. It's his fault. And they'll, they'll accept it because they've already been conditioned to hate him. So whatever they say mm -hmm. is his fault, they'll believe it. So then when they say, you know, the gas is, you know, $10 a gallon, Oh, we gotta we gotta mm -hmm. fight Vladimir Putin that way. They'll be like, oh, okay, I'm doing my due my due diligence. But some people, most of us, are gonna say, wait a minute, no, I I can't really afford that. I don't hate the guy that much. Yes, this is what I'm thinking. Are they just pretending that it's not affecting them too? Because even if they voted for Biden and they hated Trump, the fact remains that things were better under the orange man, bad racist. <laughs> right. I mean, people are starting to realize that now. But some people, they still it still can't get through their, their thick skull about how good things were under the orange man. 
Yeah, and now it's like, what, we have two more years with him? And then I'm thinking, how long can they drag this out so that maybe they can pull another emergency card and say that they can't even have an election now because things are so bad? I mean, there is a way to do that if they wanted to, right? I mean, they, they might try to do something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Oof, that's frightening, very frightening. All right, well... I'll keep listening, ABL. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Great call. Let's get to some more here. Let's go to. All right. Maybe. 904, hey, the line I'm speaking to. Political accident. But 904, hello. From my hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I hear you well. Turn your speakers down in the background for me, please. I, I've seen, I've heard about hold on one second. That's the... Okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? I hear you. Okay. So what's happening? What's going on? Am I on speaker? No, no, you're not on speaker. Is this ABL? Yes, it is. But I'm, I'm hearing some, some, some echoing in the background. Do you have the stream on in the background? Yeah, I do. So if you could turn it off for me, that'd be great. Just talk to me on the phone. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, you good. Okay. Yeah, this is Tracy calling from Michigan. And um, I've been selling cars for like 20, 22 years. I've sold cars in like 48 different states. And the problem with the Tulsa and these electric cars and even getting people financing for these vehicles, the big problem is... They don't have charging stations. They don't have service departments. So if the car breaks down, you have to go to another state to get that car service. So it's just a big inconvenience right now. So I just want to touch base on the subject because I've been in an automotive field for a long time. But like I say, between, even if it's a natural disaster like they had in Atlanta and it was shut down, those people were running out of gas with gas cars. So what were those people going to do that have Telsa or electric cars? They just stuck. So I just think, I don't know what they're thinking, even missing electric cars right now. We're just not ready for it right now. That's a very good point because if you have like a Ukraine type thing that happens where everybody's got to leave and you got a big line of cars and they're sitting there for a long time and then the, the power runs out, how are they going to get refueled? Right. You, I mean, and this is, it's like even if somebody comes to a dealership and they want to buy the car and they want to buy a pre-owned, well, you know how much the warranty is going to cost for that? To keep, you know, a warranty on that Tesla is going to cost? A lot of money. Most, they, people can't, they can't afford it. Like, I drive a Lexus and I drive a Yukon. I've always drove Lexus because they're solid, dependable cars. And this is my first Yukon, um, GMC Yukon. But to to have someone come to the dealership and even look at a pre-owned, most of them, they can't even afford it anyway. And then the warranty, if it breaks down, they, they can't afford to get it fixed. So it's something that they shouldn't even be trying to buy right now. If they have bad credit or secondary credit, and even people with good credit, they're, they're not so quick to um, get into a, a vehicle like that just because of the warranty and the maintenance on them. Yeah, it's too expensive. Yeah, it's way too expensive. The maintenance, the, the um, it's just it's just high. It's like Mercedes and 
Bentleys and it's up there like it's just it's going to be high and the average consumer can't afford that car. That's right. You know, so they just I mean, it's just something that's so far fetched. That's not even the reality right now to even be talking about it. I agree with you 100 percent. So that's my little input. I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Very, very good information you said right there because it's a good point. You know, if you got a disaster, something's going on, and you got to leave, and you're going to be caught in the middle of nowhere with no electricity, you're going to be stuck. So, yeah, not a good situation. All right. Well, thanks. Thank thanks for, the, for, for um, letting me tune in. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Okay, bye. That's a really good point because, you know, like I said, if I need to go somewhere, kind of off the beaten path, I can just fuel up at the gas station, get some gas cans, put it in my truck, put it in the truck bed on my overland little rig, and I'm, I'm good to go. If it's a natural disaster, whatever happens, I have I can move my energy with me. You see what I'm saying? If you're caught in a long line, and and you and traffic, you like because I've seen things where in Virginia, if you know about the tunnels. HRBT and Eminem and all of that, you could be on that bridge for hours, hours. It, it, you never know. What could, it could be something in the tunnel. It could be a fire in the tunnel. I've seen it happen before. At, at any time of the day, you can't even avoid it. You could be there for hours, and it's cold too sometimes, and you got that, that ocean breeze. So when your car ran out of gas, what you could do is, Get roadside assistance. They could come and bring you some gas, maybe, or you could just have some gas in the can and fill up that way. But if you got an electric vehicle, how are they going to really refuel you in that situation? Are they going to bring a generator? How's that going to work? How quickly is that going to recharge your vehicle? Whereas if I got a gas can, I could just fill it in a matter of minutes, just two minutes, just pour it in there and I'm done. So, it's impractical for a lot, of, a lot of situations. If you're just living in a place like San, San Francisco and you just want to go from this shop to that shop, that's different. But if you want to go, like, especially where I go, you know, I'm living in Appalachia. You're living in the mountainous area. Like, I'm kind of in the foothills where I'm at. But, you know, I'm originally born in West Virginia, and I might go up there, and it's mountains, mountains. It's, it's some serious, actual mountains in West Virginia. It's a mountain state and nothing but mountains. So if I get caught up in the holler and it's snowing on the ground and whatnot, I mean, I'm I'm toast. I'm toast. I might as well turn that that Tesla into I'll turn turn that Tesla into an igloo, put get get a fire going on the inside. Cause how am I gonna be able to not freeze to death? But I'll move on. Let's go to nine three two, you don't line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, this is David. Oh, Anthony. Hey, I'm calling about uh, the gas prices and the prices of the cars going all up. Yeah. Even used cars. Uh, I'm just going to let everybody know, hey, if you got a, a car right now, make sure you watch underneath your vehicles. Uh, if you live in the snow belts, you got to get that wa- the salt off of there. Because the salt will get it. If you don't wash underneath your vehicle, the salt flies underneath there, and it eats up the uh, the brake lines, the fuel lines, and all of that. That's going to cost you more money, and it's a safety hazard. Uh, as for hybrids, 
That's a- a- ridiculous. The hybrids don't buy those things. <laughs> those battery batteries cost outrageous amount of money to uh, replace, and to find a mechanic that can work on it, or a you know neighborhood a mechanic to do something like that. There there aren't very many that will even touch them because of the safety hazard for them. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like a shade tree mechanic is not going to be able to do anything with it. You got to go to like some, some kind of specialized place. It might be far away. Exactly. It's just it's very inconvenient. Whereas you get if you have if you have a regular car, you go to your next door neighbor and have them do it. Y'all can, y'all can barter or exchange, but you can't do that with an electric car. It's just not possible. Yeah, it's not possible. And the the fact uh we're trying to get to the uh, the right to repair uh, bill passed, and there's a lot, but a lot of these new cars, uh, changing a, a fuel injector, you have to go into the computer and tell the computer, hey, I changed this one fuel yeah. injector, and you have to tell the computer, hey, this, the injector serial number is such and such. If you don't do that, the car, the computer in the car won't recognize it, so it won't run right. It's getting really ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. On the cars. But everybody out there, make sure you watch underneath your car when you go to, if you live in the, the salt belt and so forth. Even if you live down in Florida, you have to do it. I, I see a lot of cars down there that are starting to rust out. Uh and you make sure that uh, if you have a real old car, uh, maybe 10, 15 years old, make sure that you uh, get a brake flush because the brake fluid in these cars absorb moisture. And that moisture gets in the brake fluid and rushes the, the brake lines from the inside out. Mm. And that's a big problem. Water collects in the, the gas tank because you use ethanol. Ethanol likes to collect uh, water. If you have a car that sits for a long time, it'll yeah. collect water, put it into the gas tank. It'll sit, water always settles down to the bottom, which electricity and water does not right. <laughs> like it, to work together very well. It'll burn up the water, the, the fuel pump, the car will stops running but for electrical cars the problem is is the especially with the, the used ones is that the price just for the replacement battery is going to cost you like in uh, a tesla fifteen thousand dollars that's just for the battery now the cost for the labor is going to be a heck of a lot more oh yeah <laughs> Because if, 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 if the battery is fifteen, if, if the battery is fifteen thousand, if the battery is fifteen thousand, of course I'm not going to charge you an oil change price to replace that. No, because you're already paying fifteen thousand. No, I'm going to. It's going to be a lot of money for the for the labor. It'll be specialized yeah. and it's going to be expensive. Well, on the Tesla itself, the uh, the the whole body has to come off of the frame. Wow, really? Yeah, the battery actually comes from the bottom of the, the vehicle. So the interior has to come out of it and so, to, to get to the bolts to release the battery. 
and then the, the body comes up and the battery sits down at the bottom and the weight of the battery is like uh, I think uh, a thousand pounds or something like that. Wow. Because <laughs> the battery itself is basically what is the frame of the of the vehicle for the Tesla. Right. But with the, the hybrids such as the HHR, they have the, the battery in the back and you have the uh, engine in the front and the transmission is actually like a generator. Okay. So when you lit off on the gas, it'll recharge the battery in the back. Got it. If you lit those batteries in the back, go dead. If you have a car that say the, the the regular battery on your your car dies, so you can't get initially started. So on the hybrids, if you can initially start the engine or the the hybrid battery is dead, the car ain't going to start. Because mm-hmm. it says, hey, the, the battery in the back, my primary battery is dead. I'm not going to start the, the gas engine because the hybrid engine battery is dead. So there's a lot, lot of work that uh, Biden has to do before he gets his green <laughs> green plant uh, objective done. And he's not thinking about it. Neither is Kamala and the rest of them. They're all living a, a freaking dream. And they're placing everybody else into this nightmarish, hellish uh, inflation, gas price, virus nightmare that we shouldn't have been in from the get-go. I agree with you, man. Right on. But thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate it. Okay, Anthony. You have a good night. And thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Great call. I got time for one more, maybe. Maybe one or two more, it depends. Let's go ahead and get to it. Let's go to 760, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello, can you hear me, 760? Yes, I will hold. All right, do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I can, he- I can hear you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. So turn the streamer off in the background for me, please. Turn the speakers off in the background. Okay, I have my husband put down the... Okay, he did. He turned off the TV already. All righty. So what's going on? Hi, EBL. Hello. Anthony Brian Logan, is this you? Yes, this is me. Oh, my goodness. It's so nice to talk, speak with you. I used to follow you on Twitter. I, I had a picture up, like, a female in the military. And my handle name was Pumpkin. And eventually, because I stood up to Christy Teigen, they had kicked me off of Twitter. I told her she needed to stop being a bully. Oh, yeah. But it is so nice to hear your voice in person. It's cool. What I was calling is this. See, what I remember from 2018 that Obama and Hillary had a 16-year plan for the U.S., okay? I kind of, I put, I slipped it in there for you to read. 
And in the 16-year plan, they had some really dangerous things for us. And it seems like they have accomplished a lot of the stuff. Because what he thought is, after his eight years, that Hillary was going to win and have her eight years, right? So he had his plans, and then it was supposed to continue on her watch on, in, on eight years. And if you notice in the plan, hers was to take away our rights, the Second Amendment. Also, the plan was also to destroy our economy. And it's detailed. I put it there in the page for you to see if you have time to read. And then, as you could see today, um, Biden did an executive order going after the cryptocurrency. And this is their, this has been their plan. I also remember when Vinman had said he testified against the President Trump, who I love, and I knew him long before he even ran for office. I was a nurse, one of his family members, because that's what I did. I was a medic. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he's always been an honest, down-to-earth human being. I never knew him to be. That's why when they started seeing all this craziness about him, I was stunned. I was like, wow. He never acted that way when I had met him in person. In that circle, in that setting that I met him under. And I'm a part, I'm a minority. And I think if he had hated people of color, he would not have wanted nothing to do with me as a person. And so I'm, I really think Americans, we should, we need to stop focusing. See where we're going wrong is fighting each other over political parties. What we need to do this year is think who will do better for America and bring us together to save this country from the demons that want to destroy it. That's right. And honestly, I just wish that more people would be doing what you're doing and giving little people like myself a voice to tell people, stop fighting each other about parties, because we have rhinos in the Republican Party that don't even care you and I are dead or alive. We know the Democrats don't care. And so why are we fighting each other and in the process, losing our country. So I work in a place where I've seen things, and I know that the border is something intentional. I wish I could give you more details about that, but I've seen some horrors. Because like I said, I work as a medic. I can't specify to you where I work, but I've seen horrible things. And honestly, as a minority and a child, see, one of my parents is Native American. The other one is an immigrant. Actually, I could tell you where my mom came from. She came from, when she came to the United States, she came from a country called British Honduras. She's Mayan and British. And my mom did it legally, even though my dad was a Native American, she still had to wait to get her documents in order. Well, my mom loved this country. 
My mom is buried in this country. My mom came here at the age of 18 years old to come to college. And that's how she met my father. She lived in this country for over 72 years. And honestly, Americans got to stop with this division, divisiveness of trying to fight each other. Because you know what? If you look at it, we're all created by God. And without America, we will suffer. And we can't be divided and have people ruining our country. All of this is a plan. And I've posted it there. You just please go look it up, the 16-year-old plan well, that I, Obama and Hillary had I, made. I, I'll, I'll check it out. So you guys send it to my email. I'm not really sure where it is right now. But the best way is on my email. And it's on my website. Mm -hmm. Everything will be in the description box below this video so you can find it. But I have okay. no more time. So thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. You too. You take care, okay? And God bless you. And that God bless America. Right on. Thank you. All right. Great call. But that will be the end of the show. The, the time, it just flew by, right? Like, like a whole jetliner on that, on that good old dirty um, car carbon emission. You know what I'm saying? So... That'd be a wrap. You guys have been great. I couldn't do it without you guys, and I really mean that. Um, I got a few more super chats to read right here, and then I'm wrapping on up with the bone top. Shout out to all the mods for doing what you do, keeping them trolls in check. All right, and thank you all for watching, sharing, uh, retweeting, liking, subscribing, super chatting, whatever you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Couldn't do it without you. And... Um, let's go ahead and do some supers here and then that'll be a wrap for me. Let me see where I ended. Um, hold on. Let me see. I think, uh, where was I? All right. Thank you to Leo who says I live in Jersey. LGBTQ is mandatory in the curriculum. Wow. That's crazy. Thank you to Anthony, who says, keep up the great work you are doing, and Apple is right in your bio. <laughs> Thank you to Pete Sangria, who says, there's a video of Booty Gig's husband leading children in the pledge to the gay rainbow, the gay pride rainbow. That's crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy. Thank you to Time Travel, who says, thanks, APL, great content. Thank you to Fauna Faye, who says, I just came back to the lives. You talk about a sexy summer camp for toddlers. Google Tanya Turner. They pushing... Um, weird stuff to kids. Yeah, I, I saw that. I've not done a video on it. I may. I got to make sure that I'm getting the story right. So I don't want to say the wrong thing. Thank you to Amber Black, who says, love and appreciate your content. ABL, thank you for your consistent truth telling. Hey, I couldn't do nothing else. You know, I just, I just call it how I see it. Thank you for your support. I definitely appreciate you as well. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you to Jorada84, who says, ABL, please uh, put your thoughts about Winston Churchill, do you think that the Ukraine president is similar? I'm not really sure about the comparison there. I will need to do more research on Winston Churchill to see if that comparison makes sense. Um, thank you to Elvin Mears, who says, love your show. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you to Fauna Faye, who says, I saw on Breitbart where the Democrats are inviting a drag queen called Lady Bunny to entertain them at a 2022 caucus for the women legislators. That's nuts. <laughs> Um, thank you to Joy84 who says, ABA, hey, what's your opinion on anime? I like anime. Um, and if I say one anime to watch, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you watch that 
I'm telling you, it's it's good. Like some people that don't watch anime think that it's like cartoons, like Sunday morning cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons, like for little kids. It's not like that. It's like, um, I I don't watch a lot of the Netflix type stuff, these series, Ozark. I can't really get into it. It's just not really my wave personally. But anime, it, you can you can have like adult themed stuff, not weird adult. I'm talking about just like mature themes. Like you would see like on a regular show, but it's better. The Japanese stuff is just it's just better. You know what I mean? It, it it could easily be live action, but it's drawing. So yeah. Watch JoJo's, you'd be just you'd be just fine. I think it's Wolfgang Dio who says I don't care where oil comes from, could mix American, Iranian, Russian oil and not buy it, but losing money for no reason and no purpose needs to stop. Facts. Thank you to Caddy Corner for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to Wolfgang Dial who says, I could be getting my teeth fixed, but we are on this push for quote unquote green energy, which is not free. If it is free, then coal is free energy uh, when burnt up. Exactly. Thank you to Stavros who says, hi, ABL, I'm paying $3,800 a week in diesel fuel to run my semi-truck round trip Cali East Coast and back at $5 per gallon, FJB. That's nuts. $3,800 a week in the semi. And thank you to Brian Phillips who says, sorry, been in Boston seeing your show. Great show as always. Thank you for that. I appreciate you guys. But that'll be a wrap for me. I'll be back live again on Saturday. Same time, same place, 8 p.m. Eastern time. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.